0: The Horrible Gamers Podcast may contain content not suitable for all ages. Listener discretion
1: is advised.
2: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen Horrible Gamers Podcast, show number 399. We're recording July the 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Jesus Watch And today, I'm joined by my friend... From little Ohio, somehow in Mayo's house, Evan Tanaka is here. We are and welcome.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm over here in the Mayo's house in the land of corn. I'm sitting on Mayo's lap right now. <laughs> yes.
2: Like people think we're joking right now. If you're like, there's no way he's inside, man. No, he isn't. Ins- I see him. He is inside Mayo's house. I think he's holding a gun to Mayo's side there. And and Mayo just Mayo, you know, just like wink if if you need help, yeah yeah, <laughs> you know, just give us give me a sign, Mayo. All right, give me a sign. And Steve Willie of the Mayo is here. Welcome, Mayo. Welcome.
3: Hey, what's up, Jesus? How's it going?
2: Pretty good. So uh, yeah, Evans in your house. How's that going?
3: Yeah, he just like just showed up. I don't know. Just, like, we're just talking one day. And next thing I know, I, ha- I have Evan at the door. Yep.
2: Damn. That's right. That's 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 a true fan.
1: I've, I voted for Mayo as best host because I'm able to just show up at his house. I can't, <laughs> I know, maybe things would be different, Jesus, if uh, you let me stay at your house.
2: Yeah, just show up at my house just, all right, Evan. and then he buys you a TV while you're there. Yeah. God they not even like a ghetto TV either. Like a fucking nice 4K TV. 4K
1: 120 Hertz?
2: Oh yeah. Damn. Mayo is E-Bars, the best host.
1: He bars play, PlayStation along,
3: so we gotta hook it up to that.
2: Yeah. Play some PlayStation 5. Yeah. You wanna know, buy him a gaming PC too so he can game while he's there? <laughs> yeah,
1: we're gonna go to Micro Center because we have Micro Center.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are gonna build one just so you can play while you're there? <laughs> yep. Nice. Well, ladies and gentlemen, Gunny Chief Henley Merrill cannot be here right now. He might join us later, but you know it, it's all good because we got Evan here, and Mayo, and me, and we're fine. And sorry about last week and the week before that. Uh, personally, man, I just been really busy, and our schedules haven't been able to line up. Um, and yeah.
3: Yeah, it's been, like, impossible to get together. Like, I had to work last week as well, and then I think you worked in, during the day and had the evening free, and I was working in the evening. And
2: Yeah, and then it was 4th of July on top of everything last week on the Monday, so we couldn't really get together to record. I mean, it's 4th of July, man. Come on. It's America's oh. birthday. Come on now. Right. Anyways. Anyways. Welcome to, to the show. I All
1: the way to Ohio to get on the show.
2: Yeah, I this mean, yeah. <laughs> Gas
1: is expensive right now.
2: <laughs> it's like the worst time to drive across the country. Oh shit. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter at underscore Horrible Gamers. We serve you on iTunes. Join us on Spotify as well as Facebook, and our community, a Horrible Gamers podcast community, is a close group on Facebook. We also have a Discord. Make sure to click the link in the show notes for that Discord, and it'll open the Discord app on your phone and bring you right to us, right here. You'll be right here with us. Maybe not as close as Evan is to Mayo right now, but but pretty close. Okay, you might get close. Not that close though. <laughs> Anyways, uh, you can also support the show with the monies if you head on over to Patreon and become a Patron on Patreon.
3: How do you do that while you're pulling it up, Jesus?
2: You, you, go, you go to patreon.com forward slash horrible gamers and click the the little blue button and it'll tell you to put your credit card information in. And then that's how you become a Patreon. Anyways, big shout out to our friend Leahy, our friend Jason Sams, Robert Noble, Sean Peturek, uh Chad, Henley M, poo the best HP host ever, and Evan, big girls in plural, Big D Tanaka, and... Jonathan Hall, and last but not least, Bill, HGP Patreon, first HGP Patreon, Bill, still even the biggest, D the Gardner II, the Elden Lord, he is now there on the list as well. Well, he's been on the list anyways. Also, support the show by head on over to Redbubble. Get yourself some nice gear. Just search for Horrible Gamers and Redbubble, and you'll find us. Once you find us, you're able to purchase stuff in the store. So go do that. And um, also, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code HGP20. Get yourself some nice manscaping equipment. That way you can shave your balls and keep yourself happy and your significant other happy. Or maybe just your sexual partner happy. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're not significant. I don't know. <laughs> anyways, anyways, go keep those people happy. Head on over to manscaped.com. Use promo code HGP20 and get yourself 20% off any purchase with free shipping worldwide. And um, shout out to Phantom Make for the intro and outro music to the show. Now let's talking about video games guys. So I played some video games this last two weeks. Yeah. I played video games. Yes. I played I so I played the new uh was that what the fuck is that game called? Is it called Starship Troopers?
3: Yeah, Terran Command, yes.
2: Terran Command, yeah. So I played some of that the other day, and uh, I didn't really like it, man. It was... uh, I mean, I just... I I don't know if I wasn't in the mood for it, maybe. Or maybe it was too micromanagey for me. You know, because I enjoy games like Total War, Three Kingdoms, or whatever. You know, you guys heard me talk about that in the past. You know, and then that's more like like I'm kind of I'm not controlling the units in my army. I'm kind of just sending my army out and they automatically attack in whatever formation I I send them out in, you know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So like pretty much the way you know Total War: Three Kingdoms works is you set up your your units like you have a battlefield and you got the pre-battle you got the pre-battle screen and in the pre-battle screen, you'll set the direction where your reinforcements will arrive from. So they could arrive from the right, the left, the south, and the north. And then you'll set up your units like your army. You'll set up your cavalry, your your archers, your swordsmen. And then you can give each different unit commands. So you can say, like, okay, I don't want the cavalry to charge. I want you guys to hold. And I want the archers to hold here. And I want the swordsmen to go forward. So you can kind of set it up so we kind of have like a... Um, like kind of like a strategy, right? Like a, like a battle plan for when the battle begins. In Terran Command, it's a little bit different. Whereas you're controlling like specific individual squads within the battlefield, and I, I would how would I like say this? It's more like instead of being big scale like Total War Three Kingdoms or something, it is more smaller scale thing like XCOM almost. Okay. Where you're not. You're not. You're not controlling them like XCOM. They're not like one player and then one moves to like three little squares. No, it's not like that. You, you can move them around freely. There's no time limit on that. It's just like you're like you're controlling like ten, like a group of ten guys, and that's a squad. And then you got another group of ten guys. And then sometimes you'll have like a group of like, um, like snipers or, or rocket troopers or like flamethrower guys or whatever. And, and those only have like two or three guys in their squad. And like every so often in the maps there are these called they're called the radio towers but they're more like checkpoints in my opinion. So you got to go up to them, you put like your little unit in the circle and the little circle starts filling up blue or whatever and then pretty much you at that point um you you capture that radio tower and with that radio tower captured, you can select the squad that's been injured or like maybe they've had soldiers die on their squad. You can select them and and have, like, the command, I guess, or backup or headquarters, whoever, fucking send more troops in. So they'll send in a group, and they'll kind of replenish them, and then they'll be back up to full health. Or you might just get a whole new unit. If, like, a unit completely died, you may be able to just replace that unit, and they'll send the whole new unit in or whatever. Um, and there's that. And, like, you got to clear out these bug nests. They're, like, these little caves that, are, like when you go to them they're usually pretty heavy surrounded like by the big bugs or whatever you know and you got to kind of like sit there and have your guys attack the outside to clear everything out and then you send one unit into the cave and they'll they may take some damage while they're in there but you don't see them you just kind of see them run into the cave and you see them kind of you hear them shooting in there but you don't see anything and then they come running back out when they capture the they kill the nest or whatever right and pretty much each level consists of you running through a map. It's not an open world, but kind of like you're running through like a it's almost like a linear map. You're kind of running to to an objective, and you're pretty much at that point just trying to clear out nests, um, you know, secure radio towers, and every so often you'll run into like uh, say like civilians or something, right? and you'll run into them and and they'll be getting attacked by the bugs so you gotta like send your unit to protect them or whatever and fucking hold off the bugs while they get rescued
3: where you gotta try to protect somebody and you automatically fail if they die
2: no I I don't know I don't know if you fail because I mean two guys died last time I ran into them I don't know if they were just supposed to die but they did die and we just kept going with the mission we just kept going to the next objective like fuck it oh <laughs> you know um, yeah like there's really no punishment for your guys dying it feels like so you kind of just get to like uh, you know you get to the checkpoint and you just replenish them and then you're fine so it doesn't really matter if somebody dies or whatever um, but yeah I mean and so that, that really wasn't my type of game it was kind of expensive as well it was like 30 bucks I would say
3: yeah it's 30 dollars
2: and for what I got for 30 bucks, it wasn't really worth it. So I, I didn't like it at all. I mean, it's just not my yeah, thing. You
3: probably returned it the way you were talking about it. I mean yeah, video, I, I did. It looks like it's got big battles. I mean, they look big, but... Um,
2: maybe, and in terms of scale, the battle is big, but you're just controlling, like, a certain group of units, like a small amount of units on that map. Now, I don't know. Maybe I would say maybe later on in the campaign... You're right. Maybe there could be, like, some crazy big battle where you're controlling a bunch of units. Like, maybe they're trying to let, make me familiarize myself with how they work, right? And maybe later on they're going to be like, all right, fuck it. Now you know how everything works. Fucking try to run this huge battle and see what happens. Yeah.
3: Maybe. I see some of these bases. It shows, like, it looks like you're trying to defend your base. And then yeah. And you troops all over it.
2: Yeah, you can put little troops down. And, like I said, like, you guys, you can tell them to, like, hold in this spot, hold in that spot. And they don't, you don't really have to tell them to attack anything. They automatically fire at anything that moves. So like if a fucking bug is coming, they'll just start automatically shooting at it. They won't shoot at, they don't, they won't not shoot through each other though. So like your guys won't shoot. Like if you have two units side by side and the bug is coming from like the right, the guys on the left of that unit won't shoot towards the right. They'll just kind of stand there because I don't know if there's friendly fire or not, but I'm assuming that's maybe that's why you don't want to attack your own guys, I guess. Um, but yeah, anyways, besides that, I played a little bit of a uh, diplomacy. It's not an option. So now a big update came up for that and they pretty much added like a new challenge mode to the game where they added challenge mode, but each challenge can be like, you can go in there and tweak the difficulty of the challenge. You could say like, I want it to be easy. I want it to be a beginner level, or I want it to be an expert level. And there's, like, a creative mode where pretty much all you do is build. All you do is build your castle and kind of just build a huge castle because no one's ever attacking you. So you never got to micromanage this resources. Um, but there's also levels where, like, you get attacked by, like, a little wave or a bigger wave. Or you get attacked by, um, like, a huge like the, the the royal military the guys that have the big armor you get attacked by them every so often in some waves so like the challenges can be set to different difficulties i personally don't don't want to try the hardest one because it just seems impossible because that one's like right off the bat you're getting attacked by zombies and the, the peasants like every night like every night oh every night there's going to be zombies and peasants coming after you so it's like man every night you know how hard it is to like re, like get resources set up and done and like units trained and everything like in in one day like in that game a day goes by really fast so it's kind of impossible um but yeah i'm excited to see what else they bring out to diplomacy is not an option i really really like that fucking game a lot and uh what else and another stuff that i've been playing i've been playing some more battlefield 2042 so i was playing with um the other day, by myself, I found this server that was really cool. Mail. It was a hundred and twenty-eight players server. Plain, plain rush. And like all the everything was sped up. Like the the character <laughs> movement was sped up. The weapon, like the way you everything was sped up by like a tad bit. So it felt really really fast, almost like Call of Duty. And even, like, the vehicle respawns were, like, faster than normal. They were, like, down to, like, 30 seconds. Instead of being, like, a minute and a half long, where, like, if a vehicle blows up, you have to wait for it to spawn that long. No, and, like, this match, the fucking vehicle respawns were, like, 30 seconds or 20 seconds. It was really low. So, like, as soon as the vehicle blew up, pretty much you were guaranteed that vehicle was going to come right back into the battle, like, 20 seconds later. Um it was kind of a hectic ma- hectic matches and maps. I mean it but it was really cool, man, cuz I played like on Caspian Border. We played on No Shark Canals. Uh we played on uh some of the Battlefield Bad Company maps. Uh and then as well as some of the new maps as well like the the new Battlefield maps. So that was really cool. And I really really enjoyed that server. The only it's downside like to the that- server It kind of felt like Call of Duty Battlefield, man. That's what it felt like. Legit, it felt like you were, like, playing Call of Duty.
1: If it's all fast-paced like that?
2: It wasn't, like, super, like, it wasn't fast, like, super fast like that, but it was faster than normal. Like, your guy ran a little bit faster. Like, everything just felt a little bit faster. Not super fast, not to, like, to the point where, like, I'm wall-sliding and wall-jumping and fucking doing crazy shit, you know, but... it felt a little bit faster and it was kind of a a good pace I felt like were they just
1: testing that out
2: no that was like a custom server somebody created like somebody went in there and tweaked all the settings and and he made the server like that Um. yeah and that server was packed I mean it had like the full 128 players were in there I mean so that was kind of kind of crazy to have like all those players in there and then even when i joined there was like a queue of people to join the server so i mean this so was obviously a popular server the only downside to it all though was that i did have like a higher ping than normal way higher than normal and i don't know why i'm assuming it's because it was probably an east coast like person hosting this or like a, a european maybe hosting this i don't know you know but like it was really high ping man so yeah
3: yeah i know what that's like Usually when we're playing together, I'm always the one with the high ping over here because
2: yeah. you're host. And I'm yeah. over here
3: with the hundred ping or whatever.
2: Definitely. Um. So, other than that, I've um. What else did I play this week? <laughs> so, I played some more of that. Then I played some. Um, ready or not. Some ready or not. Some ready or not. That's right and uh i actually played with evan the other night and uh yeah i mean the new update is out for the people that own the regular the regular non-premium premium version of the game i mean if you own just the regular version the update is out now and pretty much the new update added new characters to their levels so the crackhead house the crack house has like new people in it like you can tell who like looks like a bad guy kind of and then you can tell who like it's like a crackhead, you know what I mean? So everything, everybody's like, they look like crackheads. They don't look the same as the other NPCs when they used to before, um, as well as like the like the map with the mansion. Like the security guards look different now. Like some of them don't. Like some of them have like the like the bulletproof armor vest on or whatever, but a lot of them are just wearing like like suits and shit. Like that's what the security is wearing. At the nightclub level, the nightclub level is pretty much done. I would feel like. And uh, they, they've really changed the level, man. Like, the the layout, like, it still has two floors, and it still kind of has the same entrance almost, but everything else has changed. too. Like, the bathrooms were changed. Uh, the back of the club was changed. Um, a lot of it was changed, and it was wild. It was like, wow, like, it's way different. Um, they've also added, like, four new test levels. One of them is called the Agency. I don't know. I'm assuming that's the... Uh, the one that's supposed to be like a police station, almost. I think uh, that's a new and test level. The
3: one that had all the floors. There was like five floors to it. or something
2: No, like that. That, that was the hospital. And wow. now that, that's the only one that we've that I've tried are the new test levels. And, and yeah, that yeah. hospital needs to be reduced in size. Like it's too big. Like I get wanting to go big, but it's too big. Like make it. I, w- I would say like make it like three levels maybe not four because i mean there was like five levels to this show wasn't it yeah
3: it's either four or five floors i remember my character's only moving half speed that game like for some reason so everybody's running past me and it just took me forever to do anything
2: yeah because i'm I'm assuming it was a glitch that you ran into playing it or something i don't know but your ping was really high though you're right um what else um fuck yeah like i, I really enjoy radio right now now, man and, like i'm just having a blast with it like that's the game that i usually play with the most and i'm always 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 playing with randoms because nobody that i know really plays the game i mean you guys when you're on but i mean when you're not on then i'm playing by myself with randoms and
3: uh nico as well but
2: yeah um but yeah, like I said, I've been playing with randoms, and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Like I really enjoy the new the new things they added to the game. Like the armor does affect your weight, like your speed. So like, if you have less armor on, the faster your character might move a little bit. Um, you can also change how many magazines you carry now of each weapon type. So what I've decided to do is I like pretty much reduce my pistol ammo to like two magazines. And I increase my rifle ammo because I'm always running out of ammo, like, on my rifle, especially if I have it on full auto. Like, you burn through bullets in that game so fast that, like, if you have your shit on full auto, man, and you miss all your shots, then you're just literally screwed because, like, the game doesn't let you pick up ammo. So it's whatever you went in there with is what you have. And and if you run out, you run out, dude. You know what I mean? You're kind of stuck, like, just doing nothing for the rest of the match because you, you don't have no weapon, like, no ammo. Um, so yeah, it's kind of cool though. The way they let you, uh, change that. Like you can change how many magazines your character has or how many like flash grenades or stun grenades or, um, different stuff like that. I really like it, man. It's cool, man. It's cool. And the farm level is different now too, man. The farm level, um, you don't start on the tunnels anymore. I don't even think the tunnels are there anymore. Uh, you start on top, like in behind the house somehow. And, uh, yeah, you go to, like, this back, like, balcony area. You end up in the garden right away in the first entrance. You end up in this, like, that garden area. So, from there, you can go left to the second-story house. You can go right towards the other house. Or you can go through the middle, to the courtyard. And, man, the other night, I think it was... I think I was playing with you, Evan, last night when we got into that level. And, dude, like, as soon as we got into gunfights, just, like, legit, everyone was in, everyone was in a gunfight for, like, a fucking solid... Like, five minutes. Like, intense gunfights, too, man. Like, we were just fucking, like, trading shots with these bad guys. Because the AI in that in that level was one of the AI that were, like, updated to hide from you. So, they'll shoot at you, and they'll get in a cover, and then they'll try to switch cover. Like, like so, if you're behind cover, and you're not looking where they're moving to, they will switch over to, like, the next pillar, and they'll keep moving or whatever, and try to, like... They'll try to, like, get around you or they'll try to pin you down, you know what I mean? And they'll call you up, They'll call you out to their guys, too. Like, they'll say, hey, they're over here. And, like, you hear the other guys, like, getting ready for you and shit. And they're kind of hiding behind doors and fucking crazy shit, dude. So, like, that level was fucking intense. Everyone was in a crazy gunfight. I don't know. Did you survive that one, Evan?
1: No, I died real quick.
2: <laughs> did you die in the beginning? <laughs>
1: there, there's a lot going on in that game.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, you got to be really, like, like fucking focused in the game when you're playing it, man, because, like, if you're not paying attention, literally, like, a half a second slip-up, not even half a second, probably a quarter of a second, you're dead. You're dead. Like, it literally is that fast. You're just going to die. Yeah. But, yeah, that, that level was actually one of the levels we were able to finish with most of the squad alive. I think Evan was the only one that died that level.
1: Stop bringing it up, bro.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's you know he's not really that good at the game, male. You know, rookie over there, and uh yeah. So I think Evan was the only one that died, which brought our score down. I think we would have got a higher level score. But, um, score, but we got a we got an E for excellent, male. We didn't get an S for super or whatever. So we got an E for Evan, yeah. for Evan died.
3: <laughs> In remembrance of Evan.
2: Yeah, we got an E for Evan. Oh man. But yeah, I mean that's that's really like what I've been playing, dude. Um what else? I tried a game that I was gonna talk to you. Fuck, I just forgot what it was. Man, I forgot what it was, guys.
3: Well maybe I'll come to you as we chit chat for a while.
2: Yeah, go ahead. Talk about what you've been playing.
3: Alright. Oh, I haven't played a ton. I've been busy. I've been on the run here lately, but uh been playing you know, we played a little bit of ready or not together the other night after evan jumped off he, he he had his fill for a little while so i jumped on and played a couple rounds with you got to play a couple of the new maps i did not get to play that nightclub map that looked really good i did see evan kind of run through it with you guys on, on a run that looks like it's got like a good time like it looks like a pretty hard level to see like what's going on there's all those flashing lights and everything else going on and stuff and it seems like it's um, I, I don't know if there's like loud is there like loud music going on in that level too or yeah
2: yeah there's like a yeah it
3: talking like, here but um, there's like
2: club music playing and it gets fu- it's fucking loud dude so yeah 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 we played those couple oh, rounds also there. also in that level Meryl, they've added new bad guys as well so they added like these motherfuckers that have suicide vests like suicide bomb vests
3: of course they did
2: and like that kills like everyone like it'll kill everyone in the fucking level if those fucking things go off like, yeah. so, like, legit, we ran into a room, dude, we were clearing the, the club, and we kick in a door, and I kick in the door, and, and I'm, I'm, you know, you, know how you can yell, put your fucking hands up, put your hands up, I'm pressing the command to tell the guy to put his hands up, dude, and he just looks at me, and he's like, Aah! and he fucking just blows himself up, and it's like, everyone died, everyone died, and it's like, what, and everyone's like, oh, yeah, that was a suicide bomber.
3: That, that must have been when Evan was out here complaining about you, saying that you failed to protect him. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Oh man, this Jesus hobo." <laughs>
2: yeah, so that yeah that, that that was in that level. They they have those guys in other levels of Swamp Mail.
3: Good to know. I'll have to watch out for that. But uh, yeah. It, The little bit we played, like I said, my character, uh, and maybe actually come think about it, because Evan was playing before that, maybe he changed my loadout, and I was really heavy. Maybe he changed the armor, I don't know.
1: Yeah, Jesus was telling me to change all this, you know, change my headset and change my gun. What are you doing with that laser? Put on a flashlight. You don't need night vision. Take those off. I was like, okay. And then the loadout window was like, it was kind of weird, like, sometimes it would show the attachments I had on it, and then sometimes it wouldn't. And then it was kind of weird to navigate, but maybe it's just something that you get used to.
3: Maybe maybe you give me heavy armor by accident, and that's yeah. why I was uh, moving slow.
2: I don't know, man, because my guy has the heavy armor on and he didn't move that oh, slow. Yeah.
3: Like, I was moving, like, a quarter of the speed of everybody else yeah. the time I, I played it, and I was like, what is going on here? But, uh, Played that. Went back to a little bit of World War Three as well. Yep. Messed around a little bat I I had Evan jump on it and give it a try, so it made me want to go back into it. So the other night I jumped in and played a couple of rounds. And yeah, it's it's still like Battlefield to me. It's like a it's gonna be a cheap free version of Battlefield here down the road. Which yeah. could be trouble for Battlefield, really, right? Ah, I can't talk. It could be trouble for Battlefield really. I mean, once that goes free to play, if you know, Battlefield don't do a whole lot to improve their game. I mean, right now, I think they're pretty much on even ground with each other, like the way they play.
2: Yeah. If you have
3: a free version and a paid version, and yeah. they're both just as good as each other, I
2: mean... World War III is a really good game. I really like that game. I've been playing that as well lately, and uh, yeah, that game is really good, man. Like, like even though the, the matches are only 20 versus 20 players, they feel more they feel like really condensed maps that are like, you're always in a gunfight in that game really, you know what I mean, it's, it's yeah, there's moments, yeah there's moments where you're running around the map trying to go to an objective or something, and and they're kind of detailed maps, you know, they got lots of entrances to each objective, but like I really like that game, like they have really good map design and it feels like 20 versus 20 is a good amount of players to like always have some kind of crazy cool gunfight going on, you know Right. What did you, th- uh, you think of that game, Evan?
1: Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It felt a lot more uh, intimate than like a battlefield game because it was like slightly smaller, but it still felt more like it feels a lot more like battlefield than Call of Duty, even on like bigger maps and stuff. So it was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I'd say um, it looked pretty good. You know. Not maybe not as polished as battlefield but it it still looked pretty good and like mayo was saying like yeah you got the you know once it goes free that's gonna be a a disruptor for sure because it was pretty fun I only I played I think I just played one match and it was um yeah it was, it was pretty good i I enjoyed it it was pretty cool because usually I don't really play. I'm more of a call of duty guy and I don't really play too many of the battlefield games, but it ran pretty good and it was pretty fun. so and if it's free, like there'd be like no reason for me not to play it. so that'll be kind of cool too. be a nice little option to have like if somebody else was playing it, like I'd for sure hop in with them. I liked it. it was fun. yeah. I didn't yeah. get to look at like what kind of guns and stuff they had. I didn't see too many options or anything, but they
2: have a lot actually. Like like, yeah, they do have quite a bit of SMGs. They got LMGs as well as like assault rifles and marksman rifles and whatnot. Um. So yeah, they they do have a quite they not a like a giant variety, but they probably have the same amount of weapons as Battlefield 2042
1: does. Yeah, I think so. I just played. Uh, I was just messing around with like the first assault class, like one of the, the um. Like, one of the beginning loadouts. Yeah, I think my, my one loadout I had saved on mine,
3: because he just loaded up my, my profile. But, uh, you know, that I, I think the game has a lot of attachments. You know, maybe the gun choices is, is decent, but there's a lot of attachments.
2: Yeah.
3: I like Battlefield. You know, you can unlock a lot. There's undergrips yeah. and and different sights and stuff, and you're going to lock along the ways and different stocks and different muzzles. He
2: was probably playing with the uh, default class, male because they did a wipe.
3: Yeah, they, they did the, a wipe. I that was like level four when I was playing the other night too. So like it was still hmm. like just a little ways in. So but he may, maybe just leveled up that little bit he was playing.
2: Probably, but yeah, like did, I know they did a wipe because when I went in there, all my shit was gone. I like all oh my guns, my shit, my, everything that I had unlocked pretty much was gone. So I had to play with the stupid hobo default class for a bit and then I you know, unlocked the M4 and then I started using that. And, and that's kind of what I use the most, the M4. I mean, it's, Kind of a good rifle to use. Did it wipe all your levels? Like the level? Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah,
1: because it's
3: just in a beta area right now, so it's
2: yeah. So yeah, yeah, it's in the beta. So they they did they had to do a server wipe for some maintenance or something they were gonna do. So they just reset everybody, and then they said that once the game is about to go live, free to play for everyone, that there will be performing another server wipe then. So I mean yeah.
3: Yeah. It's gonna be a good time. I enjoy it a lot. It's uh, I can't remember what we paid for at the time, Jesus, but uh I
2: mean, it wasn't it, much. It like, like twenty bucks. Twenty, 30, 20 maybe. But yeah. either
3: way, it was it's worth the twenty bucks I've been playing it now. Like even though it's gonna go free to play down the road and we're gonna lose our progress and all that stuff. It's still kinda of fun to just kinda of hop in. Yeah. There's enough people playing, like I said, I think Evan when he jumped in too as well. Yeah. There was a full lobby on both sides. You know, it was... Yeah. So, I know we've had times where we where we had a harder time finding matches, but it seems like that bigger mode, the one that has, like, the capture points, is the one that everybody seems to play.
1: Is that the one I was playing? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, the conquest type mode or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but, uh, <laughs> it's, but, it's kind of crazy. the The player count right now is 434 players. That's it. That's it. But, mm. but, like I said before, you only need, like, 20 versus 20 to have a full match, you know?
3: Right. So if you had 50 servers, you know, of 20 people, that'd be yeah. all you need. So you could fill them servers up pretty easy, you know?
2: Yeah. Even on a
3: lower player account.
2: I mean, it says here that since, since March, they've lost, like, Four thousand players. I wonder why. It's just a big. It was a big drop in like April, and then May had another drop, then June had another drop. I don't know. Maybe people just got tired of playing it. I don't know. Maybe people got mad at the um, at the wipe. Who knows?
3: Yeah, that could be. Or they're just kind of waiting. I don't know. Or there's <laughs> that many people only paid for the beta, you know, and then everybody else waiting for the pre version. I don't know. The other yeah. stuff I played this week, Jesus, is just a lot of single-player stuff. I was kind of looking at my <laughs> Steam account, trying to figure out what I wanted to play. I fired up some God of War a little bit, got just a little bit further in that game, um, using this PlayStation controller. You know, I have it hooked up, like, wired to my PC, and it doesn't have any, like, the haptic feedback or nothing like that in God of War, but, but it you know, it works well with it and stuff, so I like kind of native, you know, for playing the game because that way the buttons on the screen all match what I should be hitting for the, the timed events and all that kind of stuff. And just, can, again, continue to work my way through there. The only thing I find annoying about that game is every time you, uh, like, when you break things open, it has, like, a little drop for, like, XP or something and you have to, like, pick it up each time. Yeah. It's like you gotta hit the button and it's like a little ching. Every, every time you find a piece of XP, it doesn't automatically, like, gather it for you. Which is kind of annoying to have to sit there and hit the button all the time. If you see, like, three or four of them on the ground, you gotta walk over to each one and hit the button. Instead, it's automatically collecting it. But it seems like there's a lot you can upgrade. You know, a lot of you know, your weapons can have gem slots and all that kind of stuff. And, and the runes and stuff. So I think I'm gonna enjoy it. Like I said, I just got a little ways into it. And then after that, I I launched the Epic Store of Jesus and went ahead and just looked at some of my pre-games I had just to see, like what I can kind of mess around with. And uh, I launched and downloaded uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider because that game has ray tracing. And I wanted to see what happens when I like, crank the game all the way up on my PC with this, you know, this 2080 Super and turned on ray tracing and turned everything on max. And I get to the one jungle scene on a, on a benchmark and it dropped to like 17 frames. Mm. It was crazy. I'm like, oh, this is like an old game. And even still with ray tracing and stuff and it's maxed out. It it dropped all the way down to 17 frames. So, you know, DLSS is such a good game changer like yeah. having that as an option. And that was on there as well. And I think I changed it from quality back to performance. And then it ran it again the next time I turned to off-rate tracing, I was getting 190 frames. Damn. So that's a big difference between the two. But I'm trying to find that balance where the game would look good and, and play well at the same time.
2: Yeah.
3: Um. But I just kind of messed around with the benchmarks on that. And then I fired up... Uh, off of the steam store the hitman game okay. the new one and i just messed with that a little bit with mouse and keyboard did not go well i didn't like the controls uh you had a I, I can't remember what it was you had to x for something to like vault and it's in a weird spot so like you know you got your wasd but x down there you have to hit that to ball over any kind of ledge and then it was like to drag somebody you had to hit b so it was kind of those couple of keys you're just not used to hitting you know yeah. so it's like okay where's ba you know and I'm used to it enough, but it would just I'm like way better on a controller for sure. I was just too lazy to get the controller, but I played through the first you know, the tutorial part. It seems like it'd be a fun game. I haven't I haven't played one for since they did the reboot a long time ago. So and so I might mess around with it a little more.
2: I really like that game. That game is really good, man. Hitman three is it's a cool fucking game and having the collection is really badass, so you'll like it now i think because i think yeah, if you well. buy three you get all of them right this is not how it works like they're all the together
3: they gave away on the epic store together like it was three it was like a trilogy or something like that yeah to
2: go I, back to it get it, but. I think they're all together like like the whole yeah the trilogy because i know if you bought one if you, then you bought the second one they would like merge together or whatever so, I don't know.
3: Is it like a, like a launcher that has the other ones on
2: it? Yeah, yeah. It's like a launcher yeah. that has yeah. all of them on it. Yeah. Kind of like how Battlefield is or whatever. You know, where you play Battlefield and you have, like, all the Battlefields in the launcher or whatever? Right. Well, Battlefield 4 did that and Battlefield 5 and Battlefield 1 or whatever. Yeah. Battlefield 2042 is not in that, like, group. I don't know why. That's weird, huh?
3: They disowned it. <laughs> They're like... <laughs> This game is not a battlefield game anymore. We're not we're not well, putting it in a group.
2: It's like they like didn't like they didn't want to include it in the group. Like, no bro, you're not you're not you're not in the battlefield club.
3: <laughs> Anyways. But uh, the last the last game I messed around with was I downloaded I'd never played before. I know I think you enjoyed this one as well. It was uh, Watch Dogs 2. Yeah. And uh, I I set that game up too and I put everything on max and, and it ran really well and looked really really good and it seemed like it was a lot of fun. Like you're doing the hacking you know, like we you have to go from like camera to camera to just like highlight the enemies and you know, I, again I just like the trial stuff toward the beginning where you had to go like wipe your data that they had on you and you're going there and you're looking at the cameras and you're marking the people and and you're going through and it it seemed like it's gonna be kind of a fun game as well. So I'm not sure which one of those uh, I'm gonna keep on playing here, but I don't know if you have a suggestion which one I should keep on playing. What do you think? God of War, Watchdogs, Tomb Raider.
1: I say or you go for God of War. That oh, good.
2: Yeah. I recently saw the trailer for the, uh, for God of War, the Ragnarok, the new one. <laughs> and fuck, dude, you know, I'm like, I need a PS5 again.
3: I- oh, no. Jesus, buy another PS5.
2: I need another one. I need one before November comes because I need to play this fucking game. It looks really cool, man. I don't know if you've seen the, that. Gonna be buying them. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen the new uh, the new trailer for it, but it looks fucking sick. Yeah. Anyways, but,
3: uh, that's pretty much pretty much all I've been playing this week. What about you, Evan?
2: Um.
1: Well, lately I've just been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla um that game's fucking massive uh my brother finished it so he let me play it and i think i had just finished i just finished something on the ps4 or the ps5 so forget oh i was playing dying light 2 so once Uh once i finished dying light 2 then um i think i started playing um you know what that doesn't sound right whatever it was, I think I just finished something on the PlayStation five. And so I started up Valhalla and then, um, so I've been having fun with that. That one keeps me pretty busy. Like the, uh, at first, uh, d di- did you play it? Jesus? Yeah. Yeah. So at first, you know, it gives you like the, like the, uh, little prophecy, like, Oh, you're going to turn your back on your brother or yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, you know, you start going through the story and then I started gradually. At first I was like, nah, my brother's cool. Like we're going to be, we're not going to, we're not going to go through with the prophecy. But then I'm probably like halfway through the game and I'm, now I'm like, man, fuck Sigurd. This guy's a, this guy's a piece of shit.
2: He
1: yeah. <laughs> starts doing some weird stuff. And then you start, you know, I'm just like, man, this guy, whatever. But yeah.
2: That game was cool. I like I like that game. I like the setting of it. Being a viking is pretty badass.
1: Yeah. The um Yeah, you just feel like uh you just feel like a brute like just very primal and like every all your uh all your actions and stuff. Just the fact that you're Well, I'm using I'm just using the single-hand axe and the shield. So, it feels like I don't know, it feels pretty authentic like barbarian status like you know, you're coming from, uh, you know, your homeland and you sail across the ocean and then now you're in England and you're just like, you're kind of just taking over the whole country, like just little piece by piece. and It feels pretty, Uh, you know, you get to do all the raids and stuff like from your boat and you, you just get to see like your, you know, your whole ship like get off the boat and they just start running down into the into the the town and you just start burning stuff. And by the time you leave there, it doesn't even look like a town anymore. It's, it's pretty brutal. Some of the finishes that you get to do in there too, like, yeah. I think they change, because um, I haven't changed weapons. And I think it's just from me leveling up that, like, as your power level gets higher, like, I think the finishes start to change. I think that's what it is. Because you get to see, like, all of a sudden you'll see them do like a different finisher, and you're like, "Whoa, that's sick so that was uh, so i'm still I, I'm doing that I'm playing that on the PS5 and it looks pretty good um, before Before I played Valhalla, I just remembered that I went and I played um De- Detroit become human because I had never played that one before. That game was pretty wild. That was just like a, that was like a different game experience, and that was uh that was interesting for sure. Just like being able to do, you know, you're playing like, what is it? It's like three stories at once. Yeah, and you're just you know, you're seeing them all start to intertwine with each other, and it's like, it, it was pretty trippy. Like having to make all the decisions and stuff. And then the cool part about it that I liked was, uh, being able to, um, you know, see the flow chart after the mission, you get to, uh, you get to see like all the available options that, you know, based on the actions that you do. And it gives you like a percentage too, of like, you know, how many people or what percentage of people chose this option or what percentage of people actually did this versus that. And then you can see between like the worldwide stats, and you can uh, you can toggle it between like the stats of like just your uh, friends list. So that was kind of cool. It's like you, you get to you know a little bit of perspective on your yeah. action. stuff. you played that one.
2: Yeah, I fucking love that game. Um, yeah. on on that game, what ending did you get?
1: Um. So I got the, uh, the, uh, the Kara and her daughter, they both died. Or Kara ended up killing herself because her daughter died. I got that.
2: that. That's the female robot, right?
1: But yeah, Kara is the one. Yeah. And then, um, I had, uh, shit, I forget now. The, uh, Marcus. I successfully did the revolution and, um, Connor, the detective robot, he, I want to say, oh, he did like a suicide mission because he went into the, uh, the main police headquarters and like, as you know, he like went in there and he, um, Whatchamacallit, he went down the elevator and he, like, took out the guards, and as soon as he stepped out of the elevator, like, he just got, like, destroyed by, like, an army of of robots, like. So it was pretty much, like, a, a suicide thing for him. Like, he knew he was gonna die going into it, so he kind of went out in, like, a blaze of glory.
2: God, you got, like, the worst ending possible.
1: You know what? I think I fucked up because I started off, like, on a, uh... I I had, like, a certain – I was thinking a certain way, and I I started changing, like, my actions. Like, I I could tell I was doing, like, different actions, like, halfway through the story. And then I think I just – I veered off course by the end of it. Yeah. And then I – you know, it was cool how they give you – at the end of the game, they give you, like, a little survey – and it's like all these, que- you know, it's like 10 questions based on, like, how you would feel about androids. Yeah. And then it gives you, like, the percentage of, it gives you a percentage of that, too, for all those questions. I thought that was pretty interesting.
2: Yeah, uh, that was, a, yeah, I got the good ending. I got the ending where uh, Clara and the little girl escaped to Canada.
1: Oh.
2: They, they escaped to Canada. And then uh, that was, like, a close one, though, because I think that one you can fail it at the end. Like, right when they're about to cross the border, like, you can fuck it up and, like, have it to where she gets fucking shot by, like, all the cops at the fucking, at the border patrol or whatever, at the border, you know, Canada. And then, uh, what else happened? Uh, the detective, the the cop guy, the one that was with Connor, he, like, he died because he got, like, Connor fucking shot him because Connor wanted to save the robots and the dude wanted to shut them down, so... He fucking killed him or something. And then like something happened at the White House with the president signed some executive order or some shit. I was like, what the fuck? It was a crazy ending though. But it was mostly positive. I think the robots got like freedoms or rights or something at the end. Something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, see, I think that's what it was. I think I fucked up with like the uh like who I wanted to be on the good side with. Like, at first I was kinda like I was trying to uh I think I was trying to be friendly with Hank you know, the detective. Yeah. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, fuck this guy. And then like, uh, but by doing that, you kind of have to choose between Hank and the lady that's like the head director or something, like who's overseeing the whole thing. And like my, my relationship with her just kept going down. I was like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that messed me up at the end because. I didn't get a good outcome for Connor, and then yeah. the border patrol. I think they shot the. Uh, I forget his name. It's the black dude that starts helping uh, the the chick and her daughter. I forget his name. Luther, Luther's okay. his name. Yeah, he he died, and then. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it was something. It was that last little part that you mentioned of the uh like when you're crossing the border.
2: Yeah. Like
1: car gets car gets um I think I had her like try and like accelerate the boat and then they just like they lit everybody up and then
2: <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, you got the terrible ending. That's it's yeah. cool though. Yeah it feels like like we almost played two different games here, but it's the same fucking game. It's just we got completely different endings to it.
1: Yeah. It was uh it was crazy for sure. It was uh it was an interesting game. That was uh, if you've got I think it's uh it's free on the PlayStation, so if you got a PlayStation, like you should definitely check that game out. Maybe I should have him play
3: uh heavy rain noise here.
2: You never like I was going to ask you that cuz you said there was like like you were kind of surprised by the three different stories. Have you never played like Heavy Rain or Beyond Two Souls or
1: never played that?
2: Or like Until Dawn.
1: Nope, never played that one.
2: Yeah, so like I said, those those are all kind of similar games where you have a story, and Until Dawn is it's not made by the same people who made those. So like the people who made Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls, they're they're the same people that made uh, they made Detroit Become Human.
1: Oh, okay.
2: And uh, the people who made Until Dawn. They're they're like a completely different studio. That was a PS four exclusive or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's cool. Uh, yeah. Heavy Rain is about this guy who uh that's a really old game. That game came out like in two thousand ten or two thousand nine. But that game's about like this guy who uh his son gets kidnapped by this like fucking serial killer guy and then he pretty much uh has to like you have to kind of figure out like who the hell took your kid or whatever but then you're also playing like as a detective and then you're also playing like as a cop like it's like the the dad and the detective I think it's two different perspectives but then you kind of like uh, fucking like the story comes together in the end like who's the killer and you find out and all that shit
1: it was fun at first I was confused and then I was like and then I started getting into it and then I was like oh okay like yeah this is and then I started seeing like how they're all gonna intertwine like when you're when you're on the run with a uh, Cara, the girl and her and her daughter, um, and then you start, then you see the detective like starting to investigate and stuff. I was like, they're real close together. I was like, oh shit, like that's how they're gonna start all tying together. And what tripped me out too was like, um, when uh, when the daughter, it, it shows that the daughter was in was an android too i was like what that dude that that's kind of where my decisions started changing like i was like dang this is this is wild and i started looking at the game
2: differently um uh beyond two souls though i think you you might like that one that one's uh who's the the girl who uh ellen page you know who she is right the girl who played the last of us character or whatever uh yeah yeah, you don't know who fuck Ellen Page is? She's like an actor.
1: No, what are you talking about? The Last of Us?
2: No, no, I'm talking about Beyond Two Souls. Oh. But yeah, anyways, Ellen Page is the main character in that game, and you play as her, and pretty much... You only play as her, really. You play as her and her ghost, because she's like this fucking... She's like this person who has like these super abilities to like... I think she can talk to dead people. Like, she can see ghosts, like, legit see she, she can't see all the ghosts, but she has, like, this ghost thing that's always with her. And it's, like, a spirit that's attached to her. And that spirit can do shit. And she can control it. And she can, like, you can, like, have it do shit. You know what I mean? Like, like open doors or, like, fucking whatever. You know, like, do crazy shit. And pretty much that story is about, like, her. She escapes from, like, the government or something. Like, the CIA, like, is testing on her. And she escapes and runs from them, and, like, she's on the fucking run from, like, the government or whatever, and it's, like, a whole, like, conspiracy theory, like, crazy fucking story.
1: Mm. Beyond Two Souls.
2: Yeah. It's good. It's really good. It's the same style as Heavy Rain or Detroit Become Human. It's the one that was in between those two. I believe that was a, I believe that also was a PS4 exclusive. All these games are PS exclusives.
3: Well, they're on PC
2: now. Well, they're on PC too, yeah. But they, when they originally came out, they were all on PS4 exclusively or whatever. Um, and Until Dawn, it's about like these uh, teenagers that go up to like these, this house in the woods. And they all start dying one by one because a serial killer is chasing them around with the chainsaw and shit.
1: Yeah, I think my brother played that one. He yeah. was having fun with that one. Did you talk about that one before? Yeah. The- no, Bright well, heavy four, but yeah, you can talk about it if you want. So, Mayo showed me this game called Bright Memory Infinite, okay, and it was fucking badass. It was yeah. just a just a demo though, huh? No, it's the full game. Oh, it's the full game. Yeah, I just played the the first level it level of it, but it was super fun. It's got like a uh, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got like shooting, and then you got your sword that you use. And then you got some, like, like some weird powers or something, too. Yeah, something like crisis in a way. Like,
3: you have, like, a suit, and you have, like, some psychic-type powers, too. Yeah, that
2: one was
1: really fun. I I like that. And
2: that's a game that, I think that was one of the first games that, when Ray Tracing came out, that showcased Ray Tracing and shit, right?
1: Yeah, I think it was,
3: like, one guy made it as well, but it's just really short. Yeah. Yeah, was it only like two hours? Yeah, we looked up the time to beat like four hours. The campaign was like two hours, but like the 100% completion was like five hours. Yeah. But you can buy it for 20 bucks. That was the game when you bought the demo for $5. You got the game for free when it released. So that's why I ended up having it. But like I said, it's a short game, but the ray tracing is really good and the graphics are really good for one person making a game. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty top notch. And it's got your boss fights and everything else as well, sword play, gun play.
1: Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Like, is he? I hope there's another game like that or something like a longer game because that'd be sweet. The uh, one last uh, I I before I left on my little road trip, uh, I played Cyberpunk all the way through again. Uh, Again. uh, Yeah.
2: Whoa.
1: Yeah, Whoa. bro. You know, on my level.
2: All right, come come at me then. Come at me, bro. What's going on here?
1: Yeah, so before um I I did a whole different uh play style for this one. Like I started seeing it in the late the the later half of my first playthrough back when Cyberpunk first got released. I was like, I saw like what you could do with like the quick hacking and stuff. And like your intelligence level and whatnot. So instead of putting like points into like body or like guns or whatever, all I did was I upgrade, I upgraded my, uh, my quick hacking level and like my, uh, my technology level or whatever. Like I just did it completely opposite from what I would like normally do. And I could just walk into a room. And I can shut down the optics of any guard I can disable all the cameras, and then I can you know unlock doors and it was just like a completely different play style from like the first time um The only thing like I rarely had to use my gun too it was it was just completely different, and the only thing that kind of messed me up was if I did want to use, like, a certain gun, I needed to have my body, like, leveled up to be able to, like, hold some of the bigger guns. So I wasn't able to use, like, some of the snipers and just because I didn't have the, uh, I didn't have the points in, like, the, the body part. And, um, so that was kind of a bummer because you get some pretty cool snipers and whatnot, but um, other than that, like, I really didn't have to do much combat because, like, I had so many perks that I could use and, like, it was just, like, it was just a different play style, so it was really fun, like, I was able to kind of just, uh, do the whole game over, like, with a fresh experience, and I was going for the secret ending, too. That was something else that I wanted to do. There's, like, an ending where, um... It's kind of like a suicide. You have to have a certain relationship with uh, Johnny Silverhand. And there's like, uh, you pretty much get down to the very last mission. And you have to have that good relationship with Johnny. And you, you get to the um, like the choice. Like, all right, how are you going to... You're pretty much deciding how you're going to take care of the Arisaka, like little situation. Like, are you going to take the deal from the corporate lady... Are you going to go with... um? Are you going to call Pan Am to, like, help you out? Or... I think there's another option, too. Like... Um... Anyways, you get down to this, uh... You get down to this decision. And there's, like, you know, three options. And then what you do is you, uh... You... You don't click anything. You just leave the game on for, like, five minutes. You just, like you know, take your hand off the mouse and you got to wait five minutes. And then Johnny's like, hey, there's another option too. Like, you know, you can... He's like, it's kind of hard choosing which friends you want to die with. He's like, but there's another option. And then it's pretty much like Johnny, he's like, hey, we can go in there, guns blazing. And it's pretty much a suicide option, but... So that was kind of cool like you know as he starts talking to you there's like this badass music that starts playing in the background and you're getting all hyped up in there just to like pretty much just walk into your death and you go into the the lobby level of the Arasaka tower and I couldn't get past the lobby like I don't know if like I, I don't know what was going on like I tried for like Probably like four hours trying to make it past this lobby, but I couldn't do it. Like I tried like boosting my um uh, my health up and I tried putting on like different weapons and stuff, but like I don't know if it's just that's how it's supposed to be. But I couldn't make it past and it took me four hours because I had to keep reloading it, you know, the last part you can save at is right before you make this decision. So you gotta load back to that um to the save and then you have to wait five (laughs) minutes every time. And I was getting so pissed off. It was like it was like one or two in the morning and I was just like, fuck. (laughs) And my brother came in my room after a little bit and he was like, dude, what's going on? Like are you are you okay? (laughs) And I told him, I was like, I gotta wait five minutes to try this over again and I just couldn't figure it out. Damn. But yeah, that was a uh, cyberpunk dude. Such a great game! Like all the little side quests and stuff. Like, so good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, I want to replay that game. I want to go through it and like do everything. Like all the side missions.
1: Yeah, that's what I was doing too. I was I was trying to just do all the side missions. There's some good ones in there. There's some really good ones. Yeah.
2: Uh, most one of the most memorable ones for me is like the mayor one. I really liked that one
1: yeah, where they, they're changing his memory yeah like him him and his wife they're starting to have like their memory taken over and like that's because yeah. he's going to be mayor and
2: yeah that's and then that's like he, something was like I don't know what, what how it ended for you but for me it was like like a choice came up to like tell him or not tell him and the wife was like if you tell him like to it? like it's over like our our life is over like the mayor thing is over everything's over you know yeah. or you could just not tell him
1: yeah there's like two there's like two different um there's two different uh spots in that mission to where it's like if you keep playing along with it the mission like kind of goes on more and then there's like the final decision where it's like the uh the mayor the the wife takes you like she tells you to meet meet her at this restaurant and you meet up with her and she's like hey like i know uh that they're changing our memories like can you just not tell just don't tell uh don't tell them my husband and so it kind of gives you the option there like you know you either tell them or you don't and then you know it's kind of like um I I I think, I think I told him and then like, I forget which one I did. Cause I, I, I did both of them. Like one on my first playthrough and the one on the second one. It's like, I think I, I listened to her the first time and I didn't tell him. And then the second time I told him and then he kind of gets all freaked out and his head's all cloudy. And like, he kind of sends you a weird message later on. He's like, yeah, hey, I can't talk to you. Like, you know, here's your money. But like, off pretty much <laughs> so yeah that was a crazy mission
2: yeah that was a cool one the jesus christ one was kind of a cool one where the dude wants to be crucified
1: and you have to <laughs> the wildest part about that one is that you know you're going through your whole like little mission your whole little journey with this guy and he's just trying to like he's trying to get for forgiveness and like he wants to you know there's like the corporate lady that's just trying to make money off of this but they're trying to make a brain dance of this dude getting crucified and the wildest part in that mission dude is when you have to like when he gets raised up on the cross and you physically have to press a button to like hammer in nails into his hands And in his feet, that was the wildest part for me. I was like, holy shit, this is like, this has got to be one of the craziest things in video games ever. It's like, (laughs) you're literally crucifying someone.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it it was kind of wild. I mean, that's one of the most memorable ones, like that mission. Because in the end, right, like, like, don't you have like an option where like you can try to talk him out of it or something, you know? You're like, no, man, like you shouldn't do this, you know? yeah and i think that like at first i was like almost going to talk him out of it but then like the dialogue started changing and they started giving me options to like say fuck it just let him do it
1: it it, so that's that's (laughs) the trippy part too is like as you're going through the dialogue it starts like you know it gives you the option but you can kind of see like they want you to go through with it like they want you to see it even though they give you the option like they give you a lot of chances too. They're like they want you to do yeah. it. But, you know they're they're still acting like they're giving you a choice, but yeah, they it's want like, you to see it. It's are you looking crazy?
2: Are you sure you don't want to crucify this guy? Like, are you sure about this right now? We yeah. can go like any time now, bro. We could just do it. Let's just do it. How about we just do it and call it good? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I remember crazy. i remember because at first i was like no nah, man you know what like like you'll be forgiven no matter what like you know you've done good or whatever and then the you know, like, you know what fuck it let's do it you know what you should do it let's do it And like, yeah you should fuck he's like yeah i should do it <laughs>
1: yeah
2: yeah so we ended up uh making like <laughs> fucking having him crucified it was fucking crazy then the. Uh, One of my other missions that I really liked was the, uh, the AI, the car AI one, where like the car AI goes crazy.
1: Yeah. See the first, uh, that was another thing too. I remember from the first playthrough I did, I didn't have enough, um, of the technology or like the, uh, the, the hacking skill. So I couldn't do the option to like free him or like fuse him. Like, with all of his, like, selves or whatever. Or whatever it was. I didn't have the option to do that. So, on this second playthrough, I did have that leveled all the way up. So, I was able to, like, you know, do that option. And then Johnny was like, you're a good man. Like, you did good. Like, you did the right thing. I was like, thanks, Johnny.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, in my my playthrough, I remember the ending of my game. I ended up choosing the option where, like, you get the chip ripped out of your head or whatever. But they're like, but they tell you like if you go through with this, you pretty much got like six months left to live. Like you're going to die, dude. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Like I did all this to get this shit out of my head. I'm going to do it. Like fuck it. Do it. Like you, you went through all this fucking shit just to get here. And I was like, fuck it. We're going to do it. So I go through with it. And I don't know if you ever got that ending, if you did it on your last one or not. I
1: did. (sighs) I think I had the. Uh, I know I partnered up with Pan Am for the first playthrough I did, and I think it was. Uh, it, it's it's kind of fuzzy for me. I don't. I don't remember if. Uh, I don't remember what happened. I know it had the voicemail scene at the end, but I think that's for all of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, because uh, one of the options when you get the chip out of your head, I think, is to like. You can you can get the chip out of your head. There's three options, right? You can leave him in your head, and that option, right. they tell you, like, if you leave him in your head, Johnny's going to take over your fucking body. Like, he's going to control you, and you're going to be the engram stuck in his body. You know what I mean? They tell you, like, you're not going to die. You're still going to be a conscious thing, but you're going to not be able to control your own body at all, like, whatsoever. Uh And then they're like if second option is getting the chip taken out of your head but if you do get the chip taken out of your head, then you're gonna die in six months. But once you do get the chip taken out of your head, like you're in the space station or whatever and like even though you're doing like all the tests or whatever, like the running, the jogging, the memorizing, like the bricks, the whatever, like all this shit that memorize the pattern. What's the pattern? And like you start doing that shit over and over and over and over and you like start going crazy and they tell you like, okay, they're like, Well, you're good, but you're gonna die like what do you, like, they're like, you could die, you can go back to Earth right now, we'll send you right back.
1: I don't think I went to space.
2: And you're gonna... Yeah, well, I was in space, like, in this fucking, like, I was, like, in a space station, like the... I don't know, some corporation owned, like, a space station, and they sent me up there, and they took the m out of my head or whatever, and they started doing all these tests. And then they're like, alright, we can send you back to Earth right now, if you change your mind, and you can fucking die, like... In six months, you're just gonna die. You, no matter what you do, you're gonna die. Or, or we can put you in an engram, and we can make you an engram, and then we're gonna put you in a new body like 50,000 years from now. Mm-hmm. No, and I was I, like, I never, went,
1: I never went to space on my first playthrough, yeah. and then obviously not on the second one either. But yeah,
2: so and I think I became an engram in the end. Like I just ended up like fucking. I was like. Fuck, man. I'm becoming the thing that he wanted out of his head. <laughs>
1: I played as a female character my second playthrough, so I got to romance with Judy too. Ooh. Oh yeah.
2: Ooh.
1: I got to have uh I got to have tits and I added a dick too. What? Yep.
2: Wow. So you I did
1: it, I did it for Judy.
2: Oh, okay. I see what you did. You did it for Judy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean I fucking love Cyberpunk. I want to play that game again for real for real. Like that, that shit's dope. It's fucking dope. It's
1: such a bummer, like whenever I think about it, like how many people didn't get to play it. Yeah. Because of like the uh the rough launch it had.
2: Yeah. Anyways, people, Gunny is here. Welcome, Gunny.
0: Hey, guys, what's up? Just coming well, back from the old water park with the kids and ooh, 98 degrees out there. It was I a great like it. day. But uh, is, sorry for being late, guys. Hey, guys, I do shit. have a book recommendation, a book and or audio book, because we're talking about cyberpunk and Jesus is talking about ingrams. Uh, it's called uh, Backyard Starship. I think I've listened to I'm up to like book three right now. I think that's as f- how many they've got, three or four. It's really good. it's a uh, it deals a lot with that with as far as like putting consciences in other bodies and and other machines, which is cool.
1: Does, so, uh, it's a good space Ranger space opera. Gunny, I think you're in the sun too long today. This is a video game podcast, not a yeah. Video Oh podcast. yeah. Uh, as far as video game yeah
0: so uh, that leads me off to my point guys I don't know where we're at in the show. but I've been playing the wrong game because I should go back to cyberpunk. I've been playing that Far Cry 6. And I'm like, it's like, okay, I finished every Far Cry game. I have to finish this one. Just, I just, just, It just has
2: to be done. But it is so boring. Far Cry 6 is boring. I thought that it would have been a better setting. Because, I mean, you think about the setting they have, like, oh, you're on an island with the fucking dictator, and you're going to want to take this motherfucker out. Like, like, I'm in. I'm fucking in, right? Like, I want to do this. But no, it's a fucking boring game.
0: Every time I play it... And I've been playing. I probably played a good probably 12 hours this weekend uh, or this week. Plus, you know, the ending of the week weekend. But it's like, all right, I've got one more area to go to. I don't know how much of the game I've got to go through, but it's like every time I play. And you guys know, I really, really, really love Just Cause 2. And it's like every time I just kind of want that, like I want the big explosions. I want to be able to grapple to you know a helicopter's just chasing me down the road as i run down the road trying to call for a car like i need an uber or something uh, it's like you know but it, i i think i'm playing on normal but it feels more easier than anything so who knows maybe i am playing in baby mode but it's i don't know yeah i don't really yeah. die as often unless i fall off a building
2: uh, i don't really like that game i mean
0: yeah uh, yeah i like I, the setting it, but i'll just deal with it. But
2: I like the day. setting of it, but I don't like the game. Like, like Far Cry 5 was just really fucking good, man. Like that whole setting, the fucking, story. yeah, and the story. The, it was just really well fucking done, you know? And this one is not, not so You're,
0: much. I'm telling you, I'm way further into this game now, but it's still like, wait, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I almost forgot for a minute. Yeah, the reason I'm actually, you know, fighting along with the Garia. Yeah. You know, and against this evil dictator, who I think needs to show up a little bit more. I mean, he's a good
2: bad guy. A guy. He is. He's great. great he, he's the same bad guy in everything, though. Like, Even in The Mandalorian? Yeah, he's the I same bad guy. Show. He is the same bad guy in The Mandalorian. He's the same bad guy in fucking uh, Breaking Breaking Bad. bad. Yep, Gus. Same, Same bad guy in Far Cry 6. And even in, like, The Boys, he's almost like the same bad guy in The Boys. Oh, yes,
0: he is. That's right, he is in The Boys. I'm I'm actually caught up on that show. Oh, man, The Boys is I think I watched mayo. the season finale,
3: episode, season I'll 3, watch, which so I will I, not spoil for anyone. I, I got rid of my prime, so <laughs> oh. I'm like, oh, bad timing there.
0: Dude, oh, that. you know, there is something, Jesus, oh, I want to bring up. And I think maybe, I want to say, Jesus, you misspoke on it. I've been waiting for us to come back on it because you were talking about uh, in the beginning, Jesus, of episode, of season three, where Homelander, you said to me, and I think I think I just made like a few comments on it, and you, Jesus, you said that he is out of control. He and is. I thought, no, he's not. He is in control. Well, well, maybe not the season finale, but he is in control that whole season. Like, he just, he, he's on to everybody, if that makes sense. Like, he just... He's one step ahead of him in some ways.
2: In some ways, but in some ways he's not because he can't get ahead of him because he's like, he knows that he knows... Him. against him. Well, yeah, but he also, like, he, I, I feel like he legit felt fear for the first time ever. With uh, Soldier Boy, right? Yeah, like, he's never, like, you could tell that he's never felt fear. He's never been afraid of anybody because he's powerful as fuck, right? But then he realizes this motherfucker Soldier Boy is back, and he's like, oh... Oh shit! Like this motherfucker can actually kill me. Like this.
0: Yeah, I saw his lip quivering a little bit when he, you know, he's like, "Well, you yeah, know, just, you know, soldiers you get him."
2: You know, soldiers' boy ability, right? You know what it is, right? Uh, yes. This is, you know, he yeah. when he does the nuke. You know what happens to the other supers, right?
0: Oh, oh, okay. So with Mave, okay, I get when, it.
2: When he become when, oh, he... when whoever survives the nuke from. Like obviously humans can't survive it, but super people can. Like the superheroes can, but the when they when they when they survive it, they lose their powers.
0: Okay, so that makes sense with that Asian lady. That
2: yeah, when Kimiko was in there, she she lost her powers because of that. So did uh, so did a Mave at the end. Well, yeah, whatever you know, you know what I mean. And then so did uh, like that's why that's why Homelander. That's why Homelander was, uh like, that's why he was scared, because he knows if he loses his powers, then oh, he can yeah. just get killed by, like, a one punch from fucking Butcher or whatever, you know what I mean?
0: I didn't think about it. I did not think about that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that, that show's fucking good. I love the boys. I mean, like, that's one show that, like, all the seasons have been good.
0: Yeah. <sighs> uh. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, just being random here, guys, and then I watched the entire Terminal List, because I didn't work the last two Saturdays. What the fuck is the Terminal List? playing games, watching movies, watching shows. Good stuff. What
2: the fuck is the Terminal List?
0: Uh, Is that what it's called? Is that the one with Chris Pratt? No, 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 no. no. I'm sorry. Uh, That's what it should have been called, the list. Son of a gun. No, no, it
2: is. It is the one with Chris Pratt.
0: No. Um, Yeah,
2: Yeah, it is. It's It's on Amazon. Yeah, the Terminal List. Yeah, 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 yeah! Great show. But what is it about? Yeah. What is it? What am I? What is this? Why should we watch it?
0: Um. Okay. So he is a, uh, you know, one of those Navy SEAL operators, and you know he goes down there with his, you know, all his his unit or crew to wherever they go, Middle East somewhere, Lebanon. I'm not even sure. Uh, and it all kind of goes foul from there. But it, it's almost like it's basically conspiracy and uh it's it's a thrill ride, just a lot of him coming back home and trying to find out you know people that are on his list. he just kills them, and it could be anybody you know that you know that got his unit killed
2: okay.
0: um and yeah i won't spoil anything else as far as like who else gets killed, but man, he just goes on a rampage with him and a him and a few other friends
2: okay oh I'll check yeah, it out. I an gotta... episode's a great show. I got Amazon. Speaking of, of great shows, Mayo, Mayo's like over here, he's like, 10 these guys. Another show that I watched, I don't know if you guys remember a few years ago we covered that story in the news about uh, the guy who was killed by police during a swatting incident.
3: Oh yeah, yes. The- I believe
2: that happened in Ohio actually, right? What did it happen?
3: Uh, I don't know.
2: Anyways. Uh um Where the fuck it happened?
0: That was the the one basically where he opened the door, he came outside.
2: Yeah, he opened his front door, and one of the cops thought he was reaching for a gun, and they shot him and killed him right on his doorstep. Jeez. And this guy wasn't even like... um, He wasn't even... uh, Like, he wasn't even the one playing the video game. Like, there was another guy playing the video game with him, And the dude gave him a fake address. He, like, he thought the address he was calling the cops to was the one that the other dude was at, but it wasn't. And pretty much he called the cops on the wrong house. And, you know, the, the crazy part to me of it all is that when the police arrived there, the guy who was swatting the house was still on the phone with the dispatch people. Yeah. He was on the phone with them, and, like, he was telling them completely different things that were going on from what were like what was actually going on when the cops showed up. You know, he was saying, like, oh, I have my dad in the closet, and my mom is dead or whatever, I tied my dad up, I have all these guns or whatever. And then, like, the cops showed up at the person's house and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm upstairs. And then, then the dude opens the door, I'm like, wouldn't, like, the dispatch be, like, relaying this information to a cop somewhere, like, that's there, you know? Somebody that's there? Like, hey, but yeah, anyways, there's a documentary on Netflix that just came out this month or last month in June, and it was called Web of Uh, Make-Believe. It's called Death Lies in the Internet, and pretty much the first episode, I don't know if they're all about the same thing, but I think it's just like each episode is a different story, and the very first episode is about this, that situation, Gunny. It's about, it kind of pretty much covers that whole story of the guy who did the swatting, uh... It talks to his family, they talk to his fucking cousin like his sister. Not not his sister, but like his brother, his mom. And like they talk you know, they talk to the family about it. They talk like to the cops. Well the cops don't want to talk about it because they're being sued or whatever. But like they talk they pretty much cover the story, right? Like what kinda went down that day. Like they're like, Okay, we know that this happened and then this happened But like but, like, dude, like, I was watching that, man. And, like, I legit got really sad, dude. Because, like, we think of the story of that, right? We think of, like, oh, some dude got swatted and, like, he got killed and the cops and then that's it, right? And yeah. the other guy got caught and he got sentenced to prison or whatever for, like, 20 years or something. Anyways, like, no, dude, that story affected that family, like, a lot. Like, it fucked that shit. Like, the whole family is fucked up now because of it, man. Like, just like a, like, crazier shit Like after this one little event, so much bad shit has happened to that family because of it. That like it is so sad, dude. To like like just think about that, I'm like fucked. Like that is fucked up. Like it is is terrible, dude. Like if you watch me, I just know that it's it's really dark. It is really sad because like it's it's a real like it's an eye opener, dude. Because people don't realize that like I I guess the people this guy who was swatting people. He didn't fucking realize, like, the actual impact that this could have had, you know, like, and then then it actually happened, and it it impacted that whole family, and then, you know, it didn't just take the one guy's life, like, it impacted everyone in his family, and it's fucking crazy, you know? I've seen a
1: preview of it, and I didn't want to watch anything sad, because, yeah, it did look sad.
2: It was fucking sad, dude. Like, I legit was, all, like, in tears almost, man. Like, I was like, man. like, fucking, hey, bro. Like, like, this is so sad right now. Like, I, like, I legit had us, like, walk away from for, like, a minute. I'm like, this is fucking too, too sad right now. I can't watch this, you know? And, uh, yeah, it kind of changed the whole perspective on that story for me, at least. Um, yeah. because I remember we talked about it. But, yeah. Anyways. I, I so think, yeah. That-
0: uh, Yeah, I was just going to say really quick, the one that I think about Jesus is the one where, and there's probably been several of these, where it was a younger guy that went to meet somebody to, you know, to buy a video game. It was on Craigslist. It could have been. And whatever, they they met up, the guy pulled out, I think it was a knife or whatever, and, you know, or a gun and just shot him and took his like cheap ass like video game, whatever it was. It was like you know, and I just thought, man, I don't know why just think about my kid or something. Like, I don't think he was my son's age or anything, but I don't know. It just ah, it just seems like, man, it just that one really breaks my heart, you know, that I, and I tried not to really think about that. But thought, man, like just trying to sell like a little $30 video game on, you know, on a service like Craigslist, like it's going to get you killed, you know, crazy. How about just punch him yeah. in the face and take the game, the game? You know, it's like, ah, yeah. man.
2: Now, you know, yeah. know, the, the crazy part about the whole, kid. The, the whole crazy part about the whole incident with the swatting, though was like, that can literally happen to anyone at any moment, you know, like, you don't know, man, you open your fucking door, next thing you know, there's like 50 cop cars outside, like, what do you, how do you react to that, you know, when they're fucking yelling at you, different commands to put your fucking hands up and shit, like, what do you do in that situation? Like, you're confused, it's like the middle of the night, you're like, what the fuck is going on, you know? Can you, like, can't you can't imagine, imagine that? Huh?
1: That should be a ready or not mission.
2: Now, yeah, predict if the guy has a gun or not. Fuck oh, it. yeah,
1: that'd be a good one.
2: Well, no, no I mean that, that really already happens in the game. In the game, Fuck. it already happens. Every guy that surrenders, they they have the like. There's a chance, a possibility that they'll pull out a gun and and like try to kill you, or or they'll pick up a gun that's already on the ground near them, or they'll pull out a knife and try to stab you as you're about to handcuff them.
1: That was crazy about that game, you know, because I play I was playing it for the first time and then there's so much that you have to do. You have to report it and then you have to tie them up and then you have to report that they're tied up. Like you have to do a lot just to like just and that's just for like one body too. Like yeah. that's just for like one guy and you gotta report all the dead people, you gotta report all the civilians. And they're like, I didn't do anything. Why why are you
2: why are you tying me up? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. You smack him in the head. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that game, yeah, it is a little difficult at times. But the thing about the tying up people when they're dead, um, Evan, is that like some people, you can shoot them and they'll go down and play like they're dead. So yeah. you can report them as a dead body and you can walk right by them and they'll get back up and start shooting at you like from the ground. They'll just start shooting at you because they're still alive. So tying them up actually like, like helps you, you know, like it it saves you, you know, like it covers your ass because sometimes you notice when you tie when you handcuff them or like when they're dead, they won't stay laying down. They'll actually like sit up, and then you can report them as arrested instead of dead because at that point, like the, the game shows you, like okay, you tied this guy up, and he was actually alive instead of dead.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Yeah
3: or
0: Uh as far as games um you know I did try that game what was it anger, angry foot or anger foot anger foot yes. yeah anger foot uh cuz that was I think that was free to play right or it was yeah, the demo yeah free demo yeah. man that was that was tough like I I was able to get through the first mission and but I couldn't I couldn't I got frustrated trying to get through the second one really? it, yeah I could not get through that second part of the house. That drove me insane. It was I like, think wait, was like I the
3: first or second mission really quickly? Um, you get like these different pairs of shoes and they give you different perks. And one of them like, uh, I think it like reloads your gun automatically. Like, you never lose ammo or something like that. It's a big perk to get right, like, right away. It was nice. Cause I don't yeah. get to the part where, uh, there's a part like, basically you get like, when you pick up a gun, there's only, like, five bullets, and then when you get to the last bullet, you got to throw it, and then you'll pick up another gun. But you won't pick up another gun until you actually throw it, Ah! but uh, you get these shoes that give you a perk. It just automatically reloads the gun all the time for you, so like, you never okay. run out of ammo. That makes it so much easier.
0: Yeah, I think I can get it now that it, it's like, okay, I, I understand, like, maybe after I use that fourth bullet or I missed once or whatever it was, I can... Now it's like, okay, I can come through and then kick that guy, you know, so he doesn't kill me, you know, shoot me until then I'm dead or whatever. Um, or I can just easily just divert around him, and get through the door, kick the door open faster, get through it. The,
1: uh, did man. you get to the little, like, cutscene that was after? How many, how many levels did you make it through? I only made it to level two. <laughs> yeah, okay. I gave up pretty easy. I think it was after. The after dying 20 level. times on the first one. I think it was after the third level, there's like a random there, there's such a random little cutscene, and you're like you're sitting down on the couch and like you're, you're feeding like popcorn to this like alien chick that's next to you, but you're using your foot. So you're like picking up a what? piece of popcorn with your foot and you're putting it in the chick's mouth okay. and then you can like grab a a glass of wine with your foot and then you like give it to her and then like you get a phone call and you answer it. Like you're just using your feet, but it's so, it's so weird. And then (laughs) you're like, uh, you you answer the phone call and like you get a fax message from somebody and it's like, uh, it's, uh, somebody has like, it's like a ransom letter and it's like, we have your shoe and you're like, (laughs) and then you get up and you go to like your shoe collection. And then you realize that one of them's missing, and and then you just continue on with the story. It's so random. That's weird. That's fun. It's funny though at the same time. But, like
0: but I'm going for my shoes.
3: You get different guns. You start uh, you get like an Uzi later on, and then you get like a shotgun later on after that. So uh, as you keep going, and you start getting different enemy types and stuff start popping into. It's a lot of it's memorization though, like where they're gonna be because they don't ever change. The room layout. So if you die a couple of times, gunny, you can go back to and you you're gonna know exactly where they're at every time. Yeah, when yeah. Prepared before, when you kick that door in. And you can kick that door in at an angle. Sometimes you can hit people with a door when you kick it. So it depends on the angle which you kick the door open in.
0: Okay, like, that makes put, I've seen that. That that makes sense. Instead of trying to hit it straight on. If yeah, guy just swing an the door to the right, I could have just like went up another foot, turned and hit it with the door. Okay.
3: And so, yeah, that can factor into a little bit, too. But then the game is kind of time-based, so you want to kind of get through it as quick as possible, but obviously you don't want to die. Yeah. So you, you got to get that balance. If you want to try to find all the enemies and kill them all, and get through as quick as possible, and you can get unlocks and stuff, too. There's like all these different shoes you can unlock. I got unlocked, like, four or five different pair in the demo, and they all had different perks. But the first one you get it was the best one was just the reload one
1: is uh is the full game out or is
3: uh, no it is comes out twenty twenty three I think so it's just a demo you get to play right now,
0: yeah, but yeah it's probably the i I didn't play the one that came out i want to say it was uh, I'm trying to think if it came out like on you know Amazon prime or something like that it was i know i think you guys played something similar, not similar to it, but it was more of a shooter i I might have just kind of dabbled in it but yeah, I think I'm more of the top-down. You know, Mr. Swifty and, you know, Hotline Miami type games is what I'm used
3: to. So, yeah, it's like a first-person Hotline Miami, in a way. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, other than that, um, uh, I did start up that House Flipper game on Game Pass, and, you know, just, just started it, basically did, did one or two houses. <laughs> um, oh, I think I'm playing that on... Game Pass PC, so yeah, there's no resolution for like 1440p, just 1080p, that's all you get. But, I like how in the, you know, after you kind of do the little tutorial thing with the little house, and then you know, you get a you know, you get a job, and the lady's like my boyfriend stole my radiator. Like, out of your house? Like, just just disconnected it and ripped it out of the wall, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah I game like right. has some of the weirdest uh, jobs you gotta do, It'd be like something happened or whatever, but it's addictive. It actually gets really fun. I remember Jesus played it forever when he first had access to my Steam library. He Wait, that was like, House Flipper? Oh, yeah. You were playing that a lot early on when you first had access to my library.
2: Yeah.
0: but I, I did run into that issue in the beginning where that shit's it was done. like, that shit's all
2: right,
0: you have a cleaning percentage, right? And I was at 98%, and I'm like, is there like dirt behind a wall or under the couch? I just can't oh, find is. it.
3: There's perks, actually, you'll get, and you can see on the mini-map uh, where the dirt's at. And as you get there's perks you can upgrade your, like, how well you can see the dirt, and so it makes it easier. Ah. Makes and sense. there's, like, little cobwebs on the mini-map. So if you look at the mini-map, you can walk into the room, and you can see if the room's clean or not. It'll be, like, it'll kind of have, like, a green along the borders of the walls in the room. Like, you know you've done everything in that room, but if there's, like, dirt in a the room, they will walk in, and it'll still be, like, red on the borders of the, of the room, Okay. On the mini map, and then you'll see like little cobwebs on the mini map. So it'll kind of give you a general area what what wall at least you need to look at. And a lot of times it's like by a window or something like that. Or sometimes the windows are dirty. You got to clean the windows. And but yeah, it's because it's funny because sometimes you only get like
0: a mop, right? But you clean right. everything with that mop. Like you'll clean the kitchen sink.
3: You'll clean the floor, the couch, like everything. I mean, you change tools that often, but I mean. There is still plenty of tools you get because later on you got to knock down walls and you got uh, you can build walls and you got to do like spackling and then you got to do electrical and and different stuff like that. So they limit it just pretty much like the clean is like the same mop, you know, Um, there is a different tool for the windows. They have like a squeegee and you got to rub the squeegee back and forth across the windows to clean the windows. Um, The game really gets crazy when you start getting the DLC, they have DLC, which is like a garden. You can do the gardens on the outside of the houses. You can do uh, painting. There's like a like a video game version. If you own Cyberpunk, there's actually a, uh, a Cyberpunk DLC type thing that they give you automatically. Nice, which is kind of neat. But yeah, uh,
0: yeah, it's I can see, good. I can I see that game getting addicting. Because I I was not leaving that house until it was 100% clean. You know, I was just rubbing that mop all over the place you know the windows kitchen sink everything countertops <laughs> but uh yeah just kind of just kind of dabbled in that one um let's see what else oh i tried a game that my son wanted me to play with him and i still have yet to play with him but it's just like it's a cheap game i got off the steam sale called road trip the long drive and it's it's some really badly like graphical you know <laughs> It's a real indie game. Um but it starts out you know you're just like in the desert in this little house and there's like a a little remember those I think it was like remember those little trucks, mail like a Chevy Love or the little Toyota trucks, you know? Like they were smaller than a Tacoma at the time. Um uh-huh. which which that's what it reminds me of. And it's like okay, I see there's the garage and there's there's you know, the jerry cans, the gas cans. Um, What else was there? Oh, there's like a spare tire, a spare wheel. Uh, I didn't see a jack anywhere, but I'm just throwing everything in the trunk because I'm like, all right, I guess I'm supposed to take this truck out and go somewhere with it, right? Just playing this game blind. And I'm like, oh, wait, there's like a basement right next to the truck. So I go down to the basement and there's like this like it looks like a sex doll, bro, with like, but it has no legs. And I'm like, all right, this thing is a trip. Um, so I take the sex doll. I put it in the front seat with me, right? But I can't quite like prop it up so whatever. So I just, just threw it in the passenger seat, you know? And But it's like a, a bench seat in the, the little Toyota truck, right, is what I'll call it. And uh, yeah, I found a shotgun. I put some extra rounds in the back because I'm like, I guess I'll have to shoot something. Get in the truck, start going. And man, the controls are hard as hell with just like, you know, WASD or, you know, and using a mouse at the same time. Um, it's like, like, I don't know. I didn't I didn't even think about using a controller for this game. So, you know, I get somewhere in the desert and, you know, I wreck a few times. I don't flip it over, but then eventually run out of fuel. And I'm like taking the truck apart, you know, like just like the doors come off of it. Um, I'm trying to jump in the back of the truck. Like, it seemed like you can only hop like five inches off the ground. I'm like, oh wait, I guess I can take the, the tr- you know the, the tailgate off, you know, so I can get in the truck. I got the shotgun or the rifle. I couldn't find any extra ammo or any ammo for it. I'm like, where the hell did the ammo go? Um, you know, like because you know the the fuel can it didn't have any gas in it. I just start walking down the road, and I think by this time it was daylight, and I've run into like the uh, it looked like a rabbit but a mutated rabbit, like more of a rabbit and a, uh, uh, and a kangaroo or something, you know? And I'm like, I don't know. Are these things violent or whatever? And that thing just like kicked me dead. Boom. And I just rolled over about 50 died by died. basically a jackrabbit. Pretty much. It was a jackrabbit kangaroo thing. <laughs> yeah, that was it. I was dead. So I got to get in there with my son, who's probably put, you know, many hours in this with his friends. So I think you can do up to three or four players with this game. I've seen them play it before, and, you know, they just have a blast with it, just just goofing off. You know, they're into the Gary's mods and, you know, the Minecrafts and the Starbounds and stuff, so. That's in his wheelhouse, so.
1: Gunny's always playing these realistic video games, like House Flipper and Road Trip games, like.
0: Yeah, I that's my stick, man. That's what I've been playing. Um. But, uh, oh, and my crafting games like Satisfactory, but, uh, yeah, so Satisfactory, guys, I thought I was going to finish, I thought today, before I left for the water park, guys, I had it all set up, I had everything set up, all my construct, not my constructors, my, uh, um, my other things that make, make shit, right, and I'm like, cool, it, it'll probably be done in eight hours, I'll have that last thing, item completed, and this world would be done after 960 hours, um. But it looks like a sprawling city, Evan. You got to see it, right? I got to send you a screenshot of it. But uh, yeah, I thought whatever that electromagnetic, whatever the hell I'm making. And so I need 4000 of those things. And I thought, cool, I can do everything. I don't have nuclear power. I don't need it. This can be completed. And I've got conveyor belts going all over. It's it's, it's spaghetti hell out there. But yeah, I came home before I saw you guys recording. And I looked on there and only one thousand nine hundred and seventy six. So I'm only halfway. So I'm like, ah, no. So it just means I need to make more stuff. So I should be done by Wednesday and just have that build completely done. And I'll probably be close to a thousand hours, but you can do it in way less than
3: that time. You need a steam deck.
0: Yeah, I know. I thought about that. I thought, you man, like... With
3: you to work? Don't you have, like, hotel stays or something like that at times? Or somewhere, are you on the road the whole time?
0: Uh, I'm on the road the whole time,
3: so... Oh, okay. so no, but I thought
0: about it. it. When I was at the house, I was at the vacation house last week, and what the hell was I playing? Uh, it might have been Mar- uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I was playing Far Cry 6. Um, but, because I just play whatever's installed up there. And I thought, man, I really need a Steam Deck to play, you know, to, in order to uh you know, continue playing this game, you know, especially if I'm there for two days. But I do have a laptop up there. It's not a gaming laptop, but I think, man, I bet it would run satisfactory. I just gotta install Steam and you know, probably just go off the Wi Fi and uh which I did order a couple Cat six cables, mayo. These cables has gotta have to be old. Like the two that I currently have right now in the PC and the uh Xbox. I don't think I have one in the PlayStation 4. Right. Because you figure those go all the way back to the Xbox One days. Those cables. Uh, and I, you figure I've already upgraded my router twice. So, yeah, you figure the pins are broken off of those things, so it's like got a little tape around a couple of them. I don't know. It might speed things up a little bit.
3: So Yeah, you might want to get some new ones in.
0: Because I, if I... Remember why I was telling you I've got that low-quality internet at the house the vacation house but the but the wi-fi cable i brought up there at the ethernet cable didn't work yeah i've tried it twice it won't work so uh yeah so i ordered those for amazon prime day and a few other cables that i need so just don't try to make
3: your own it's really hard it's a pain in the butt i remember putting ends on some wi-fi cables or not wi-fi cables but router ethernet cords yeah and it is a pain there's like seven or eight wires they're all color coded and they have to go in a certain order and they slide into that but it's so small and so hard to work with it's a pain in the butt i saw i saw that
0: and there yeah there's no way i would do something like that but i think i ordered <clears throat> it might have been the 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 dual 10 10 foot pack or whatever so two for 10 i didn't need anything super fancy so it was like 10 or 12 bucks so or i might have gotten the 25 foot not that i need it but i just need a couple tens uh, it's, it's, it's actually perfect when I'm running it through the wall. So yeah, but yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing. I did play a little bit of that Shadowrun Dragonfall, which is, you know, just think XCOM. These must be older games. I remember Jesus seeing these games on the Xbox 360, but I never played them. You know, I remember seeing the uh, cover art for them, but but now it's out on Game Pass. Uh. Game Pass PC and Game Pass on Xbox. So I don't know how many games it is. Uh, I think it might have been three different files that downloaded. So, yeah, if you're into the XCOM type style games and um, yeah, I think I talked about it last time we were on the show. But check those out. That's it for me, guys. All I've been watching and playing.
2: No. <laughs> It's news time. Breaking news. Not breaking, breaking news. Out. Definitely not breaking news. It's not new.
0: Not new now. Now that you're listening.
2: Tadeo uh, Kojima apparently came out and said that uh, he had a project that he was making. Uh, this project nobody knows if it was going to be a video game or a, or a movie or something but he said pretty much when the boys came out he started watching some of the episodes of the boys and he felt he felt like it was too similar to the boys and it was pretty much going to be a a story of like um like a buddy cop detective thing where like like a guy or and a female or like in a like a partners or whatever and they're trying to take down like these superheroes or whatever behind the scenes or whatever um pretty much the boys that's what he was trying to do um so he said he canned that project he was like no we're not going to do this it's too similar you know people are going to fucking talk shit about me because i copied it or whatever so no we're not no doing he that. wouldn't
3: put his own little weird spin on it at all
2: no he said that the main the main guy he wanted to be the main character of the game was uh if you ever played dead strandian he would be the guy who comes into like uh He's Matt Mickelson. He's the dad of the baby or whatever. So he's the guy who comes into like your when you get pulled into the darkness or whatever into the the, the black goo or whatever, and you go into like uh like World War Two and Vietnam and all that shit. He's the soldier that's always chasing you around and trying to kill you. That's who he, that's who would be playing um uh the main character. He said. Cause apparently, he likes that guy. Apparently, he became good friends with him. Because they worked on this training together or whatever, so apparently he, he really likes that guy for some reason. though. why not bring Norman Reedus back, huh? Make him the main guy. Yeah, right. Uh, <sighs> former Sonic team head Ju Ju this <laughs> Juhi Naka. Has seemingly confirmed that Michael Jackson did compose some of the music for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Oh. That's right. This question has uh, been widely discussed and argued online for many years because it's is widely believed that some of the tracks were composed by Michael Jackson, who was never credited in the final game. Sega has never officially confirmed or denied Jackson's involvement, while various individuals over the years have given conflicting responses. However... A Tweets by Naka, referring to the recent music changes in Sonic Origins, appears to have put the issue to bed once and for all. Um, uh, it says here uh, he was one of the programmers on Sonic 3, and he produced the game. Uh, so he said, uh, yeah. Pretty much said, like, yeah. They had to change the music because, obviously, like, I don't know. They couldn't get the licensing or whatever to use it again or whatever, you know? Anyways. Anyways.
0: For yeah.
2: Michael. Michael's, Michael's music couldn't get. Maybe his family wanted too much money or something for it. I don't know. You know, who knows? Probably. But he said that because he, he's played this remake or whatever, and he said that the remake has the music that they had. They had already composed the music for the game, and then Michael Jackson was like, no, I'll make music for the game. And they're like, fuck, yeah, we're going to let Michael Jackson make music for this game. you say no back in then? You know, back in the 80s? Yeah. Yeah. You say no to Michael Jackson, Gunny, back then? Fuck no, you don't say no No, to No, you wouldn't. Exactly. Not to
0: Michael Jackson money.
2: Anyways, but, uh, yeah, he said that the music was replaced, obviously, and that, uh, He's like, what the fuck? But who knows? Another news. Let's move on here to some more news. Ubisoft says Steam games like Assassin's Creed and Liberation HD will remain playable despite a warning. Uh, multiple Ubisoft games on Steam will not be accessible after September 1st, according to notices on these games' Steam pages. But based on a statement from Ubisoft, The situation isn't as bad as that message would make it seem. It says here, if you want to see an example of the notice, you can look at the photo, whatever, pretty much. It says here, uh, Ubisoft announced that it would be shutting down multiplayer for more than a dozen games on September 1st and four games on that list to have the will not be accessible notice. The notice appears to warn players that their purchases won't be playable at all, but confusingly current owners will actually be able to access affected games. It says here, as stated in our support article, only DLC and online features will be affected by this upcoming decommission. Current um, owners of those games will still be able to access, play, or re-download the games. Our teams are working with our partners to update this information across all storefronts and are also acse- ass- assessing all available options for players who will be impacted when these games' online services are decommissioned on September 1, 2022. So pretty much what they're saying is, if you own DLC for these 12 games, or more than 12 games, you better download that DLC because you won't be able to download it after the 1st of September. And if you like to play those games online, well, guess what? You're fucked. And these are pretty much all the Assassin's Creeds except, except probably except Valhalla, right? No, except the new ones. So like the last, or, since Origins, they're all good.
3: Yeah, I can actually read off the list. It's kind of small, Jesus. It's just Anno 2070, uh, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed 3, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, uh, Assassin's Creed Liberation HD, Assassin's Creed Revelation, uh, Driver San Francisco, Far Cry 3, uh, Ghost Recon Future Soldier, Prince of Persia, The Forgotten Sands, Rayman Legends, Silent Hunter 5, Space Junkies, Splinter Cell Blacklist, and Zombie U. Yeah, and that yeah, is I it. play zombie of bodies are like on the Xbox Wii 360, <laughs> PS yeah, type they're,
2: game. They're all the shit. Yeah, no one's playing them.
3: And that's probably why they're just getting rid of some of that old stuff and just, you know, probably a very small player base. You know, and I think we'll see. Like it talks about September.
0: I then it's. I don't know. Then they'll probably just bring them back at the, at the beginning of the year again. You nah. know, as a bundle or something. Who knows?
2: Well, like they're I, back on Steam. I doubt it. They'll just... Just I keep them on
0: it. the uh, Uplay Store or
2: whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, whatever. Self-Puncher. It's free. Uh, a single-player Apex Legends FPS game is in the works. It will not be Titanfall 3, or it might not be Titanfall 3, but Respawn Entertainment is now hiring for a new single-player Apex Legends FPS game described as an Apex Universe incubation project. That's right. Uh, the new project, which is, which is currently aim- unnamed, is described as a developer's dream playground with the freedom to innovate made possible by the unique universe it inhabits. Uh Says here several jobs listings for this project include a senior systems engineer and a hard surface artist. That's there you right. Go, pinpoint.
3: Yeah, you, you, you should can. be on your applying. You want to be yeah, a hard
2: want to be a hard surface artist. Yeah, you know what hard surfaces you'll be painting? Hmm. All the hard surfaces. <laughs> look at it. Look at it. <laughs> Uh, like like Evan's reaction. I just wanted to get a reaction out of Evan over there, make sure <laughs> he's paying attention. <laughs> Anyways, they're hiring. Who knows what it is? I mean, it's just they're hiring, guys. They're they're probably not even working on it yet. They're just hiring. Okay, so fuck it. Who cares? Another news. Let's move on here to some more piece of news. Uh Rockstar's is now confirming that. Uh, to uh, not expect any more major updates for red dead online as it continues to shift all the development resources towards grand theft auto 6. this is bad news of course for red dead online players who have for some time complained that the game had been underserved and overlooked by rockstar in comparison to the more lucrative gta online so it says here rockstar has laid out his plan to keep red dead online on life support and they're moving over to gta 6 since he here over the past few years we have been steadily moving more development resources towards the new entry in grand theft title series understanding more than ever the need to exceed players expectations and for this next entry to be the best it can possibly be and as a result we are in the process of making some changes to how we support red dead online uh, these changes will mean that there will no longer be any further major theme content updates like in the previous years instead red dead online players should expect events highlighting existing content plus seasonal special events and experience improvements um also apparently you're going to receive some new telegram missions that you're going to be able to do later this year um so yeah
0: yeah People Uh, are a little mad. Amazing single player, right? Amazing single player and a good online, you know, good online, right? Not great, not amazing, fun with friends, but I don't, I mean, it had a good run, right? It's, it's just, that's all it is, right? It's not GTA. Can't, can't make it be GTA.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah, GTA 6, though, man, that game's got to be huge, right? Like, imagine how many,
0: th- how many copies? We should probably call it right now. How many copies will this sell in four
2: years, right? I guess we're making a prediction four years from now. You know what GTA 6 is going to be? It's going to be an MMO, dude. <laughs> it's going to be like GTA or, The The online version of that game is going to be like an MMO. It has to be. Like, they, yeah. they have to... Think. They have to do GTA online now, but in a bigger skill, right? Get more players on the map. Get unlimited players on the map, even. Like, just fucking say, fuck it, you know, we're doing this, like... Fuck it. Do whatever you want on this fucking game. Like, we let you do anything.
0: The, okay, so the current way it is, right? It's almost like that... I don't want to compare it to a Destiny 2, but it's just... It's online multiplayer, right? It's not It's not an MMO. But... I don't know. So how would that work in the modding community? I mean, how much are mods used, especially when the people are doing a lot of role playing? I think that just kind of adds, you know, to this game, at the the way it's currently
2: structured. Right? Why, not, why not just take those mods and implement them into the game already? The mods are usually mods that let you be like a, oh, you could be a cop or you could be a paramedic or you could be a firefighter or you could be a pilot or whatever, like... Why not just add those into the multiplayer? Be like, all right, now you choose a career. Like you want to make some money the legit way you can do this. Yes.
0: Or add you that want... to that MMO style type game that they can you, watch and be working on. Stuff. They're I probably agree.
3: aware, you know, these people are doing this and they yeah. probably are doing something like that where you can do roles or whatever. Like yeah, animal, like, like an MMO,
2: like Yeah, okay, pick what role you want to play. You're going to be the cop or you're going to be a paramedic or you're going to be a fucking a criminal you're gonna be a game member you're gonna be whatever you know like like choose what you want to do maybe you'll be a crooked cop i don't fucking know man like they could do so much with this game right like they really can so who knows what the i just hope that it has a really solid single-player game yeah gta 5 was fucking dope dude like that story was kind of cool you know and that was like one of the first games that will I don't think I've ever seen any other game do it where like you switch to the other players and the fucking shit just goes up and goes down, and you're in the fucking world still,
0: yeah, yeah. I don't know if g t a four did that or not with
2: no the, no, of the course ballad not. of gay Tony or if
0: that was just like you just play as no g t a four know, had was the like, top actors in that game
2: no g t a four was you played as one character. Like, GTA 5 was hella dope, though, because you can actually, like, find Franklin driving around the streets and, like, go up to him, ask Trevor or ask Michael, and he will, like, he would acknowledge, like, that you're there. He'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Like, leave me alone. Yeah. And then you could keep bugging him. You could, like, follow him around and shit. But eventually, like, if you stayed around him for too long, they'd, they'd fucking, like, punch you or something. They'd, like, like, knock you out, and you'd wake up, like, in the hospital or, like, in the middle of nowhere or whatever.
0: Yeah, and then when you go to do their mission, they're like, hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Glad you're here. We're going to go do that thing. Let's go.
2: And other news. Come well, on, here's some more news. Um, E3 news. E3. So it says here weeks after the ESA announced that, no, seriously, E3 is dead, whatever. Uh, Now they're ready to share some more details in a press release. The ESA announced that it's partnering with Red Pop, or Read Pop, the production company known for running the Penny Arcade Expo and the New York Comic Con to facilitate this industry event. Uh, So it says here, We are thrilled to bring back E3 as an in-person event with Read Pop, a global leader in producing pop culture events said the ESA CEO Stanley Pierre-Louis. Uh, according to this press release, e three twenty twenty three will return to LA Convention yeah. Center. And, um, yeah. yeah. See, now next year I have
3: to go to California.
2: Yeah. You well, I wonder, I, I, wonder I wonder if they're going to be like, fuck it, like, just buy tickets to this. We don't even, like, you don't have to be media. You don't have to be nothing like and, well, because remember the last few years of E3, people could buy tickets. Like, what if they're just like, fuck it, this is now a con. Like, this is the E3 con or whatever. Like, just everyone could come.
1: Don't they do, like, a lottery system? Like, did yeah. get
2: tickets? For- yeah, you have to, like, yeah, if you get in, you may not get in. <laughs>
0: well, and <laughs> I think you, and then it's separate for, like, people that actually have press badges. But yeah. I guess as a normal, regular person, yeah. Probably is a lottery system.
3: Yeah. Further in the article as well, Jesus, uh, looks like BlizzCon is also returning to in-person events.
0: Is that Mikey Barris said he's gonna make it happen? He wants to make it happen. Mikey Barra, formerly of Microsoft, now back working for Microsoft under Blizzard.
2: Yeah. So, as long as they're not. I mean, everything's gonna return, right? Now I mean obviously. Games. Covid is over. Covid doesn't exist no more.
3: Yeah, what's that? <laughs>
2: yeah, okay, uh, <laughs> but in all seriousness, though, Covid is still around. But, um, yeah, like events are just gonna return, man. Concerts are coming back up. Things are happening. Restaurants are open. People are doing shit. You know, like.
0: Hey, you see, I was right, know. Jesus. I was right. E three is gonna come back. Even though they when they announced it was dead, I was like, Nah, there's gonna be something. I wonder, will they call it E3? Will they call it, uh, you know, will it be uh, PAX? I don't know. But it, I guess in some capacity, right? And we're going to see, I think we'll also see more, uh, what is it Sony has? Not their state of play, but their actual, you know, where they do like their smaller convention things. Yeah. Uh, remember when they did one in, you know, they do them in different places, LA, Florida, wherever, New York. So, yeah, they'll be back. They bring in the money, right? They build it and they plan it. People will come.
2: um, Let's see here. I'm trying to look for more news. More news, more news, more news. There was
0: one here, Jesus. I don't know if you saw that. It was the, uh, that Dr. Disrespect is making a game. And we just have more information on it. All right. Well, Uh, I guess it's. his studio right, is on. Midnight Society. Oh, oh, wait. The type of game that they're making. Obviously, it's going to be a shooter.
2: Dr. Disrespect. You may know him as Dr. Disrespect, Evan. Okay. You, so you may yeah. know him.
1: My, my brother dressed up as him for Halloween like two years ago. Um. There, like, he was oh, like the wig, the glasses, the
2: mustache, like the little vest he wears. <laughs> says here, uh, Doctor, this game is being made by Doctor Disrespect. It's a self-proclaimed AAA studio that he has supposedly called Midnight Society, which includes people that have worked on Call of Duty, like Robert Bowling. Uh, says here, there's a new blog post detailing what the game actually is, and I'm gonna go to that right now. Actually, fuck this article. Fuck this article. We're going to the fucking blog post. What to expect, Mayo? What to expect? Midnight Society is building the next triple-A competitive TVPVE. That's a mouthful. First-person shooter. And we're doing it openly and transparently, one snapshot build at a time. We will release snapshots which are playable experiences focused around specific milestones every six weeks. Every milestone has a feedback parameter around weapons, player abilities, gameplay, and play spaces within the game. Our team will be collecting the feedback, prioritizing it, and applying it to the upcoming snapshots. Access Pass holders have exclusive access to download these snapshots. Dev roundtables both online and in person will allow us all to discuss the design of each feature, weapon balancing, and other core gameplay loops. Access Pass players have full rights to stream and create content from the early playable snapshots and share their screenshots, the assets, the live streams, or any other content they create from the build and its supporting visual variant guide. So, um... This is being called a vertical
0: extraction shooter. So are we talking Escape from Tarkov or whatever it's called? Something similar to that? I assume he's played Uh, a lot of that game. No. Or is this going to be like a Battle Royale?
2: Oh, fuck knows, man. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not really excited for this. It's too early for me right now. Yeah, yeah. I
0: think he's just trying to get some people hype with this little information he's put out. But but hey, he did help uh, get. uh, uh, Mayo's game out the door, you know, so I remember that. What's up? I said he did help get your your famous shooter out there with. uh, uh, The game that you play all the time. I remember he was working on that game. Which game? Uh, Damn, now it escapes me the first person shooter Mayo that you play all the time.
3: Apex?
0: Yes, Apex Legends. So you, I have faith in Dr. Sershek that he's going to put out a great game.
2: Oh, uh,
0: okay. No, but no Battle Royale. Come on, we've got enough of those. Extraction Shooter, right? We've only got two of those games. One via Escape from Tarkov, and I think there's that other one out there from Amazon or something. I don't even know who's make who made that game. It's more of a hobo version of it.
2: Um might be on Game Pass. It, oh wow, this this game. Alright. Uh Ooh. this game won't have NFTs, guys.
3: Oh, there no, we part
2: go. Part That's part whatever. Game. We don't need those. Can you add like Bitcoin uh, to
0: a game? At least give me something tangible. That, that grows in value. Everybody's like, no, Gunny, fuck you. No Bitcoins, no NFTs, none of that crap. Just give us a game we can play that's fun. A fun game.
2: We can uh, listen.
0: 60
2: bucks. Uh, the company has debuted a $50 Founders Active Pass. All right. With this, you get 400,000 potential applicants that they had. Uh... And they had 10,000 NFTs for the event. <laughs> so they had 10,000 NFTs made, but 400,000 people signed up for it. Mayo. How did that work out for them, huh? <laughs> All right. Right. You have 10,000 pe- 10, things you can give away, and nearly half a million people show up. Anyways, it says here, via the Founder Pass, the Founders Active Pass, participants are guaranteed a sweep rewards, Evan, like exclusive merchandise, game feature voting rights, exclusive game development discussion, as well as the download and playtesting of Midnight Society's ongoing snapshot project for Project Moon. So, yeah. I don't know. You know, I understand. I know
0: it takes a lot of money to fund development for games. I, I've seen that with... uh you know, uh, uh, gosh, what is it? The f- now they've joined Microsoft, but uh, also, um, yeah, other studios, I've seen that where they're like, yeah, look, I don't have to go out and try to scrape up money for development. You know, you got Microsoft money or you get Sony money or whatever it is. But that's what Dr. Suspect needs to do, right? Fuck these NFTs, man. Go out, get Microsoft to buy you or fund you or do something exclusive. But I don't know. Screw these
2: NFTs. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's it. I mean, people are kind of so some guy went on Twitter and was like saying like, is the six weeks a viable thing? Like, do you think that they can really make any significant changes in just six weeks? And. Somebody replied, like, innovation comes from trying stuff that other things won't work, so maybe they'll discover something cool, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then um, this this guy who first tweeted about all he's like, can they really do this? Do you think they could pull it off? Game dev, folks, is this viable? And then <laughs> Dr. Disrespect tweeted back, he said, damn, we forgot to run our plants by the game dev, folks. I hope they say it's okay. He's yeah. <laughs> funny. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like... Me yeah, like, who cares, man? Like, just do your thing, right? I man, if it fucking works for him, it works for him, dude. Like, you know, who knows? It might be, the like, the future of developing video games is fucking being open about shit with your fucking people for weeks or whatever, you know? Development cycles or whatever. Who knows? Or maybe it'll just fucking burn up because they can't keep up with all the demands people want. Right? Yeah. You know, you can't keep up, you can't do all the changes. You you do one change, you piss everybody else off, you do another change, you piss the other people off. And that's how it's gonna go. Uh yeah. Anyways. Uh what else here? Let's move on. Oh, I got one last piece of news here. Um uh, So there's a ransomware group, mail called Black Cat. Okay. And uh, they have added a Japanese developer known for his games like Pac-Man, Dragon Ball, and Elden Ring to the list of his victims. Just a few hours ago, literally, like not even that long ago, a group, of, a group of miners' malware source code online known as VX Underground was the first to spot it and share the information on social media. The same source has previously reported on other attacks like the NVIDIA one before it was officially confirmed by NVIDIA. It says here, uh, their tweet says ALPHV a- a- ransomware group altern- or. Alternatively referred to as Black Cat Ransomware Group claims to have ransomed Bandai Namco <laughs> <laughs> So they like pretty much hacked them took over their shit and they they're holding that hostage damn uh, So it says here that uh, Yeah it Says here hackers have claimed that they'll release Bandai data in their possession soon and uh, the extent of this hack is not officially known yet. Bandai Namco amco has been quiet. They have not responded to any comments or rumors. Mm. And uh yeah. What do you think guys you think Bandai Namco is fucked right now? They just lost all they just give away all people's they just give away all of Bill Gardner's information because he owns Elden Ring like in ten different stores you know i
0: i do have some information like i do have a login for them oh. for, i don't know what it wasn't because of uh oh. elden ring it was another game but Shit. you know that i signed up for but uh, i don't know maybe just get gunny, my name and password gunny. i don't have a credit card tied to it
2: oh gunny you're hacked gunny hacked. You're, like the canadians hard. got
0: hacked last week when my <laughs> wife was in canada
2: dude legit canada didn't have internet for like hours mayo like like a day. Oh,
3: yeah. I remember Ryan saying when we were talking to him in group chat, like he didn't have any internet.
2: Legit. Yeah. Well, so check this out, guys. So real quickly,
0: my wife was there a week for a wedding, and then uh, they were in Edmonton uh, up by Leahy. And so they went to this. We're like, yeah, we're at the Starlight Casino. I don't know if it was like a tribal casino thing. But they were at this mall. They said it was huge. It was like this huge mall. And even Leahy said he gets lost when he goes. They had this big hockey rink in the middle of it. And they were playing hockey, you know, because that's what they do in Canada, drinking maple syrup and playing hockey. And so they went to the casino and my wife was telling me that she had, um, oh, it was like, whatever, she had $50 in or 60 bucks in American US dollars, right? Our plain house hobo money. She's like, I need Maple Leaf money. I need Canada money. So she needed to convert that, obviously, to, you know, put more money in the machine. And the lady's like, yeah, well, the system's all down and the Internet's down. And she goes, I can only give you $14. Oh, it was 100 bucks. I can only give you $14 Canadian for your 100 The wife's like, what? I, I Did I understand you correctly? Yes, $14 Canadian. or what? And the wife's like, hell no, give me my money back, you know? So, yeah, it was crazy. Tried to rip her off over there. I don't know. But... Yeah, maybe the lady couldn't pull out a calculator and do the conversion rate cuz the internet was down. Sorry Canadians. But glad your Rogers system is back up and running. See, my wife's not a gamer, even though she's playing video fucking slot machine games.
3: Huh.
2: Yeah. Any other news, other Jesus? Oh no, no other news. Just that bad. That Apple may have been hacked, but they haven't said nothing yet. This literally happened like three hours ago, or some shit like that. Hmm. It, it happened today.
0: Yeah, I doubt they would say something immediately.
2: But yeah, yeah. I'll Oop. check. I'll be checking my email though. My I'll old job. My you know that happened to my old job. Like at my old, <laughs> my old work. Like one day we went to work. You tell me this. Yeah, we went to work one day, man, and I went to log in to, like, make, like, I don't know, cause I used to work in the shipping and assembly area, so I used to ship everything. And I went to log in to, like, make, like, some document for shipping, and everything was, like, in, like, little characters, man. Like like all the, Like, all the file names, everything was, like, in, like, stars and squares and smiley faces and, like, just everything was fucking. And then when you clicked on it and opened it, Everything inside of it was just like fucking letters and smiley faces and shit and fucking numbers and and then like every so often you would see like this thing that said email this email, email this email if you want this back email this email, and it was Man. like what the fuck, dude? Yeah, that was it was pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah,
0: de- definitely. If you you know if you click on something in the email, boom, like you'll get those files locked. Yeah. Good potential for it.
2: Anyways, Gunny, it's, it's console corner time, I guess. I mean, I don't know what the fuck's going on over there. Do you, you guys uh, don't get do through these...
0: Even though I didn't really update it, I've <clears> been <throat> updating it as you've been talking. I did get some PlayStation stuff. So what do we have for free stuff here? So, or free stuff in with subscription. So for your PlayStation Plus uh, for the month of July. So I guess that's still happening, huh? Um, I would like to also get a list of games, you know, but I just have to actually follow up on that get a list of games for what's on the services. But for now, uh, if you do have PlayStation Plus and we will continue to do that and gets integrated with whatever new services out there, uh, you do get Crash Bandicoot 4. And it's about time. So that is on the PS4 and the PS5. I want to get my my PlayStation Plus back again and just do the just do the bottom tier or or do the mid tier for three months, you know, try that out. Um, second game is the Dark Pictures Anthology Man of Medan. Never played that game. Uh, no, that's on all all platforms. That is on just the PS4. And your last game is Arkadagon. I don't even know how to say that, but it's Arkadagon. So that's on the PS4 and the PS5, so. That is what you have for PlayStation Um, Xbox. What is new on Xbox anything here? Let me just click on it here really quick here. Uh, I'll just go to recently added on the PC on the computer. So you do have. Oh, Jesus, we got a tennis game match point championships. Hell yeah, I'm going to download that. I've never played a real tennis game, so maybe I'll just do a hot take on that without actually watching any tutorials. Kind of like what I did with uh, cricket, you know? And uh, then I'll do some rugby. Why not, mate? So, yeah, go for Match Point Tennis Championships and Road 96. I know you played this, Jesus. Road 96. So. Check that one out as well. And let's see. Oh, Yakuza 0 for Windows 10. So probably an older game that's on there. I don't know. I downloaded it, have not played it yet. I think Ryan bought one of those even before it even game Game Pass. So I think I played Yakuza, Yakuza, Gawami, but but Yakuza zero. So that's what we have in the land of Xbox, Gold and Premium and Plus and Ultimate and all those different things uh, and Game Pass. And moving over to Epic Store, guys, free games. You can just claim right now through a browser. Even if you don't have a gaming PC, I do recommend you still claim those games so that when you do, you will have all these games to play in your library. Uh and that is the Killing Floor Two. I've played this game, guys. I played it by myself. I think I've played it once with somebody else years ago. But it is only fun with friends. I do not recommend to play this game alone. Um because it is like a it's like a horde base horde based mode game. So yeah, get ready, get your guns and then Yeah, first wave enemies comes out, and so kind of hard to watch your back. So you just have to be running forward the entire time, unless you have two or three other friends with you. So it could be a lot of fun.
3: Yeah, this is a lot like World War Z, if I remember right. Like yeah, before World War Z, but
0: what's his what's his name from the DLG gaming? Uh, He was actually on the show, and he was talking about it, and he's talked about it on on the uh, DLG podcast. Yeah, Robert
3: Digital from over there.
0: Yeah. So that's another reason, like I'm going to download it again. I'm going to try it, but I got to get a few friends in there and play it. So uh, and the second game you get from Epic is called Ancient Enemy. Doesn't look that great, but claim it anyway. Don't download it. <laughs> so. But that's all we have for free games and subscriptions. Moving over to what do we have here for the community questions, guys? We've got a few actually from Facebook and Discord and even one from Shirt Pockets. So what yeah, do we have here? Guy. That guy in Ohio, yeah, cutting down a all the corn to get to here. Mayo's house.
1: <laughs> I, was playing, uh, I was playing Valhalla, and I was like, I was thinking about how long it takes to show the title screen mm. of the game. So I don't know if it took me like three to four hours. I mean, it was probably like at least two hours but probably like two or three hours into the game and then it shows you like the title of the game and you think it's got a purpose to it for dramatic effects or is it just a trendy thing to do right now like
2: i think it's trendy they've, I don't they've say... always that's not trendy because assassin's creed has always done it
0: oh that's true yeah
2: that they've done it origins they've done it since before origins they've done it with assassin's creed 3 assassin's creed 2
0: in odds and i think i think three Seven, assassin's Seven, creed three wasn't it how many hours was it before you reached that screen there was like, like four ridiculous... i thought it was longer than that i no. thought it was a ridiculous number no I think maybe like people f- were blowing it out of proportion but
2: yeah it was like four hours so it was when you played as a dude and then the people were blowing that out of proportion because you played as one guy and then it was switched over to the other guy and they're like what the fuck?
3: that's the story yeah people didn't like that so uh, but I think they you to make the game seem bigger like, okay, now the game is actually going to start after you played for four hours.
2: Well, I mean, Cyberpunk did it.
3: Maybe a sense of scale. Like, okay, you know that you're in for a big game when you play for three or four hours, and now you're at the title screen?
2: Maybe, yeah. yeah. I,
0: think, I think Final Fantasy 15 I played did something similar to that. Maybe all of them do. Who knows?
2: I think most. A lot of games that are that big do that. Like, Cyberpunk did it. Uh,
3: Forza did it. Because remember the last Forza you had to play for so long? Yeah. All the seasons, and then it let you get into the multiplayer finally. Yeah,
2: there's that Forza did it. Um, but yeah. Anyways, very bad guys.
0: Oh, so we have our next question here from Adam Wale. Says, do you really think the big, the big N is going to release or announce a? Switch Pro this year or next?
3: Uh, I think, think they it- got to do something soon. Like, you have these, you know, since the it- Switch has been released, I mean, they had the OLED, but you have had a new Xbox and a new PlayStation for, what, over a year now? Yeah. So they're probably, so probably I something think,
0: soon. yeah, I would think that, I mean, here we are kind of right in the middle of summer, but definitely I think So what if they do announce it, right? They'll say, all right, finally, you're going to get that Switch Pro. Are we not going to see it until holiday 2023?
3: Yeah, probably. I would say probably after they announce it, you're probably expecting at least the following holiday. I mean, I don't know if they traditionally release consoles like
0: Xbox and PlayStation, you know, where they release them, what, October, October, right? That's when they normally kind of do their release.
1: They kind of make their own rules.
0: Yeah. That's true, right? They might just say January 2023. Who knows?
1: Did the Switch Lite come out before or after the... Uh... That was first. Wasn't no, the it was Lite first? first? And then they announced the OLED one? Yeah.
3: The OLED was the newest one, but I thought the regular Switch came out before the Lite, right? And then the Lite? Yeah. Because yeah. yes. that was the handheld-only version, the cheaper version?
1: Yeah, the controller.
0: Is- I want to say that I remember OLED. those having different colors, even though I don't own one. I remember reading that. They were pretty colors, too. Animal Crossing versions and stuff, yeah.
3: But, yeah, I would say probably here soon. I, I think, I would say, my guess would be next holiday. By next holiday, we'll see a new one. Yeah. Maybe right. not a Switch. Maybe not even, like, a Switch Pro. Maybe a Switch 2? Yeah, maybe it will call it, like, Switch 2. I think, I think they're going to come out with something new. Like
0: they, maybe, okay, man, you've got a switch.
1: switch. But... Nintendo doesn't really do numbers though.
0: Yeah, that's true as well. So you guys have switches. Do I mean, do they need like with all the games that are out there and I always go back to Reggie when you know, right before Wedgie <laughs> Wedgie. Wedgie. Uh Reggie did step down and you know, as CEO or whatever. He was like, No, guys, the games are coming. I promise you, right? And he and he certainly came through with it, right? We've got seems like you can play anything on this on this little handheld I, mean, I don't know do
3: they need a switch too i mean do they need more memory or they you you need something soon because because uh like we've heard in vgo the steam deck you know that some of the draw to the switch is a lot of the indie games because again we don't get a ton of first party stuff you know they're pretty slow about it and their store is just full of indie games and that was kind of the draw of the switch of playing these indie games on the go but now you got a steam deck to compete with sure. uh, you can actually buy the games cheaper on steam as, as John was finding out, like, right away, the you know, and it's significantly cheaper to buy it on Steam, like these indie games, and so if you can just get them over there and Steam and you have this competitor in a Steam deck now, they might have to rethink in either what they're going to release or how often they're going to release their first-party stuff, because it has been kind of quiet on their first-party games, really. I mean, you'll get one here and there. And what yeah. was the last one we may have gotten? Maybe, uh, you know, I got the Wii uh, Sports game or whatever they came out with, but, or the Switch Sports, but you know, I don't know what else. they've come out with recently. Like, didn't they have like a, a like a new uh, golf game coming out? I think like a Mario golf game coming out. I think. I thought, it, yeah, I thought it was tennis or something,
1: but no, they have or, or tennis. Pokemon's coming out this year. The new uh, their new version of Pokemon, but. That's what I'm looking
3: forward to. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they have to figure something out here soon because, like I said, I think Steam's going to start stealing some of the thunder. A little bit, right? They, he doesn't even use this Switch at all anymore. Like but that said. goes for any company, right? That, you know,
0: how do we keep them in our
3: ecosystem? We don't want them going to Steam
1: Deck and right.
3: people
0: purchasing yeah,
1: that. Performance-like on the but, Steam Deck. Is pretty good?
3: Yeah, everybody's saying it's really good. Most games run at, like, 60 frames. I mean, the resolution is lower, but it's a small yeah. screen.
1: Yeah.
3: So it looks pretty good still? Is
1: it seven twenty like the switch?
3: No, I think the switch is only like five something even, And I is think so? the Steam Deck okay. is the same as the Switch. I'm not positive on that, but
0: Yeah, so they got a little they got a little competitor in there. It's like, so Nintendo needs to step up their game. But maybe they'll then that probably means we'll see the you know switch. Yeah, the OLED
3: switch is seven twenty. But that, and, there were uh, actually Steam Deck all... LCD seven, supports a slightly higher 1280 by 800. But I think, uh, like John was saying, I think he said that OLED has a better-looking screen. Like, it's yeah. a little bigger and it's a little brighter because it's an OLED. You get those better darks and stuff. So... Right. He was saying it's a more vibrant, better-looking screen than, than, the, than the the Steam Deck. But mm. he said he's still been playing everything. on. He says, like, by no means is the Steam Deck version bad. He just thought the Switch version was a little brighter for the, you know, the OLED, but.
0: Right. Um, Also, I guess a question, since I don't really own a Steam Deck, I assume you can just put that thing in.
3: Is there like a dock mode or something? You can play it on TV? They don't have one yet. They're working on it. And I guess there's like third-party companies, like Chinese ones that you can make, and you can dock it and plug it to a monitor Mm. and play it. But mainly right now, it's just handheld mode for the most part. Yeah. Uh, Some people say they wish they had a kickstand kind of like the Switch because you could just set it down and Bluetooth a controller to it and use the controller and, you know, just set it down and play some of your games. Um, But I do know they make, like, stands and and, and stuff for them already, too, or little cases with a stand, you know, on the market already to buy where you can just have a kickstand for it.
1: The Switch has one,
3: right? Yeah, the Switch has a kickstand. I don't think I've ever used my kickstand on my Switch, but it does have one. Mm
1: -hmm. I have my little case that kind of like you can prop it up kind of, but that's like, that's through the case. I don't think I've ever used the kickstand on the Switch either.
3: I hardly ever use mine on mobile, so it's pretty much always docked. It kind of defeats the purpose of having it, but (laughs) it's pretty much always docked.
0: Yeah. Uh, Adam also wants to know what our thoughts are on the Ubisoft DLC cancellation.
3: Nah, for me, it's they're old games, and there's probably not a whole lot of people playing them anymore. And a lot of those games, like the uh, what was it, like Assassin's Creed Three or something like that, like I could see maybe that being more important. But like some of them older multiplayer games, their their servers are probably dead already, anyways. Yeah, if they weren't, they probably wouldn't be pulling the plug. You know, if they, if they still had a pretty active user base playing those games, they would probably leave them go. They're, you're probably very minimal on how many people are playing those games online. Yeah, especially going to, like, Assassin's Creed 2 or
0: something. I remember that one had multiplayer.
3: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you the last time. Or I Brotherhood or one of those two. Assassin's Creed games, because they're so much different. They changed so much after Origin.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, that's what I think, too. Um. uh Adam says also, should EA give up on the Battlefield series? Every release since after Battlefield Four has been a shit show. No, I don't. <laughs> you know, even that's Jesus's game, man. They can't give up on the Battlefield series. No way. They can't do it. So.
3: Yeah, I don't. I don't think they will. Because what else would they have? I mean, they have Apex, but they they kind of want to compete with Call of Duty. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've kind of been around forever. So I think they should just take a step back and and figure something out, what they want to do. Um, I think we did see in some notes or whatever that they are maybe working on a single-player campaign. Um, I don't know if that's the answer or not, but but I don't know. But uh, hopefully they can sit down and maybe make a better next game. Yeah. Yeah, I just think they're going to kind of stop on this one eventually here soon.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting going forward, right, with I'm sure they're gonna keep adding whatever they're gonna add to Battlefield twenty forty two and but as far as the next one, yeah, interesting. I I I'd love to see a single player campaign. I really like Battlefield two. Battlefield uh, I don't remember the mult uh the single player story in Battlefield three. But Bad Company two, of course. Um you know, Battlefield four had one, wasn't that great, but it was still a single player game. So, yeah, that was that. Uh, let's see what else we got here from Jonathan Hall uh, says. Any of y'all playing that Road 96 game? Uh, would you vote Tyrak or Flores in the election? Uh, also, how you dig the game? I'm in I'm in my 15. One jail, two killed and two crossed. Crazy game. Maybe Jesus didn't play this game. I thought he did it. it I was, thought it was something different, but maybe not. I can't
3: remember hmm. what it came out. I See, it. it popped up on I, uh, on Game Pass, and it's also on. It was on sale on Steam the other day. And I am been- downloading it. I am downloading it now, Jonathan. So, so I'm going to check it out. See how it goes. So it came out in one second here. Uh, August of 2021. Almost a year ago.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'll, ch- I'll check it, it, it out. Good reviews. So. Yeah, I'm letting my 13 gigs bail into the hard drive that you sent me. So got plenty of there room on that. <laughs> it'll load slow, but it'll
3: play great. Nice, yeah, something like that. I mean, it's once you get it to go, you know, it's a small game; it won't be a big deal, but load slow. Yeah, but I think that's it. I don't think Jesus is coming back. I think he said he had to go, like he had something come up. So,
0: bye, Jesus walks a lot. You can find him on everything. Jesus walks a lot, but yeah, I think that's all we have for the questions, guys. We are finished with the show. I'd say.
3: Yeah. You can find me over at uh, on Discord and Xbox app and oh on Origin and all those. Is the Mayo or the Mayo one? Um, probably playing a little bit of those single player games. Maybe some God of War yet again. Mess around with that. Continuing. And probably. I feel like I want to play some more Watch Dogs too. Mess around with that. You were missing that part, Gunny. I talked about that. I played. I launched it for the first time the other day. What is it? Watch Dogs Two.
0: Okay, I, okay, never, wait, is it, okay, two is the best, two is the best. Yeah, is it it's, two? it's going to be really fun, so. No, Watch Dogs 1 was uh, really good, but I never finished two.
3: But, how uh, about you, Evan?
1: You can find me at the Mayo's house, um, just being a bum. And I'm on, let's see, Xbox, A1 Thick Sauce 6.9, PlayStation, as Shirt Pockets, and I'm repping Evan on Steam, what else, you're not getting my Switch code, because I don't know it, but, yeah, in Discord, I think I'm Shirt Pockets too, so, Mm -hmm. yeah, what about you Gunny, where you at? I'm Gunny Chief. Um, what a word! That's on everything,
0: pretty what much on Twitter? Xbox and st- on Twitter. I am Kane Marston. That's K-A-I-N M-A-R-S-T-O-N. But I still have like my Gunny Chief thing there as well. But I guess I am at Kane Marston. You know, I got to keep it secret, guys. I I take pictures. I take pictures with my phone weather pictures at road pictures and i don't want (laughs) to end up on the news anymore and you know the boss like you're on the news again and you're working what's going on (laughs) um yeah so that's where you can find me and uh on the playstation http underscore gunny that's my playstation id
3: all right well that's it gunny i guess i guess we're out of here Catch us next week on another episode of the Horrible Gamers Podcast.
1: Episode 400. Yes. Yeah. 400.
3: What does Gidget say, guys? Peace out,
0: Brussels
1: sprouts. See ya. Bye.